ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider and the Saint podcast. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Uh, the podcast is continuing to grow. Uh, it's just it's just a, an amazing journey. Uh, we are back today. If you're watching live on IG, uh, my guests are sitting right next to me. I'll get to them shortly. Uh, today's date is January 9th. The year is 2023. We are 21 days out from going on strike everyone knows watches the show i'm a upser uh, this is episode 165 if you want to be on the podcast you want to be a sponsor advertiser you can get a hold of me at the raider and a saint at outlook.com that is the raider and a saint at outlook.com shout out to my past guest kevin garcia out of the laguna hub that's right that's right what's up big dog appreciate you coming on the show Right to it. We're going to get right to it. We've got a lot of things to discuss. Uh, my guest sitting to my right is uh, Jose Negrete Francisco. He is from Anaheim Twilight. Also got Big Will from Whittier Center, the center that uh, my brother was from. As you can see, I got a picture of my brother right here to let UPS Fast know descanso. that we are here ready to strike if you don't give us a fair contract. In 22 days. 22 days, 21, 22, don't matter. Yeah, we're it's, fucking, com we're, we're, it's we're coming. There. It's already here. They didn't, they're not giving us enough time to uh, look at, look over what we're supposed to talk about uh, as far as uh, the contract and everything. They're not giving us enough time. Uh, so they think we're, they think we're working uh, without getting a contract. Uh, they're out of their mind. Those days uh, are done. Carol Tomei, uh, fuck you, uh, your hair, <laughs> your haircut, everything about you. Uh, what you did at Home Depot, uh, you're not going to do with us at UPS. We got a, a strong union behind us, and we're ready to we're ready to fucking fight, dude. Uh, I'm doing it not just for me, not just for uh, my brothers and sisters, but for the fallen ones, especially my brother who went out there in disregard, like O'Brien said, disregard for their safety and health, and did it for the the, the people that needed their medicines and needed their uh, things that they couldn't go to the store uh, to get. So. Uh, we're here right now. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, man? Leave the you, man. What's going on? What's up, bro? First, um, I'm going to say that thank you for, for having this platform, bro. It's really important that labor has its own press, its own media. We need to counter all the narratives that are going to come out against us right now, right? 
We're going to have the corporate media. They're going to be attacking us. They're going to they're going to say that we're overpaid, that we're, you know, this and that. But we need our own media. And this is important right here, brother. And I really mm -hmm. appreciate that a lot, man. Yeah. Jose. Uh, same Go ahead, thing. man. Uh, same thing like Big Will said. I'm, you know, I'm not going to repeat what Big Will said because it's, uh, you know, repetition. But, yeah, total agreement with what Big Will said. Yeah, this show, it, it started off as talking about aliens and conspiracies <laughs> and just drinking beers and having a good time and yeah. i think i started more focusing on when our local was having elections uh, and so just i started getting involved even more by by staying up to date and uh, what's going on and and just getting in more depth of, of uh, learning uh, as far as what shop stewards do what ba's are supposed to do and, and stuff like that what's it was more of you know, as as a up as a a podcaster at first, I, I, you look for content. It becomes content. You're constantly looking on Instagram. You're looking uh, through the internet, trying to find someone. But obviously, I've hit up big wigs. Like, uh, let's see, uh, I hit up this guy named David Ike. He's one of those big conspiracy theorists. He think he believes in lizard people and shit. <laughs> and so I hit him up to try to get him on the show when COVID first hit to see if he'll do an internet one like go on on uh, so jim morrison's still alive isn't he the lizard king <laughs> <laughs> maybe carol tomei is one of those lizards she probably is <laughs> yeah she probably is so i, I it's always Call as Alex you Jones. start running out you start running out of things to uh, to talk about and so you have to it's been a long journey to so like the content right now is good right there's plenty of things to yeah. talk about there's always constantly updates yep. of the with the ups contract we got amazon uh, going on strike and it's catching on like wildfire. You got the WGA writers in Hollywood. Yeah. You got the, the United, hotel United here, 11 hotel workers in Southern California and uh, I, I believe Nevada too that are on, on strike. You got our brothers out here. Jake, you know, shout out to Jake Bowman and the Medieval Times crew. I need mm, to go out there. I haven't absolutely. been out there for a minute. But yes, Southern California, it's like it's on it's it's on labor <laughs> labor wildfire. Oh, then you had uh, the Smart and Final uh the individuals as well, members, uh, brothers and sisters that, you know, that did their little kind of informational picking line, I, I guess you want to mm -hmm. want to call it. So, yeah, it's out. So in California, it's 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 about it's popping off. And if we go on strike, it's really going <laughs> to pop off. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about Amazon, the, the, how the trend started in Lancaster and now it's starting to catch on wildfire or like a wildfire? It's moving across country now. People are starting to not go on. People said they're going on strike. They're not going on strike, right? It's just no. it's just the members that signed, the 84 drivers that signed with Local 396 that are literally on strike. Correct. Yep. Yes. And then you just have you have uh, extended picking lines. So if, like, for example, we had one in Ontario last week. Yeah. So you had, I don't know how many of the 84 that were uh, wrongfully terminated by Amazon, but they say they're not Amazon employees. Anywho, that were at that uh, picket line, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple out more out here. Then they got extended to uh, Northern California, mm -hmm. which I'm sure one or two or three uh, of the 84 were over there as well. And then last, I think this past uh, uh, Friday, excuse me, they were in New Jersey. So they, they couple got flew, flown out out there. And then yesterday they were at... Uh, Connecticut, I believe. Then they they extended that picket line over there, so they're just disrupting uh, Amazon. It's very like a, if, I guess it's like a, a guerrilla tactic 
So you don't know where that the extended strike line is going to hit, mm-hmm. extended pick line or extended strike line, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. They don't know where it's going to come. But, you know, it's, it's just like a guerrilla warfare. Well, these big old logistic warehouses, are they, they're air conditioners, though, aren't they? I've never been in one of those. I think I've never they been are. In one either. I've heard, I've heard they do have air conditioning, which something that. Well, we, I, we I, don't I, have it. I was in a, I was in a <laughs> venture into that, but not, we'll, we'll focus on Maybe the we should vote. We should tell we, that's what we want, too, or we're going to strike. Absolutely. Well, you what, have, we should yeah. have that. I mean, absolutely. I'm going to yeah. vote no. I'm going to vote no if there's no air con- if there's no uh, contractual language about uh the ventilations inside these buildings. I know we're gonna jump hubs. right in there. Let's go back. Let's go well, back. Wait, let's yeah, go. I know. Let's, well, my, but, that's my but, fault. But but yeah, yeah going, going back, back to Amazon, Amazon, it's it's growing. Like every time I'm looking on online, there's like all these labor news on on YouTube, uh, Instagram starting to blow up. And it's funny because I talked about this for years. I says if you want to get the information out there, you want to g- gain a strong union. You you have to. You can't do old school tactics. It's got to be new school, such as using social media. I follow UPS just to see what they post. I also follow the Teamsters. Uh, it's not a really big scene on Twitter. I know you're on Twitter, so are you. Uh, I've had Twitter for a while, and I, I don't post a lot. I do a lot of retweets. Uh, but I go on Twitter a lot to see what's going on. But Twitter's another one where you see them post, and not too many people are, are, are liking or retweeting or commenting. It may be like one retweet or something like that. But other than that, their excuse me, social media presence is not – growing and i think that's where ups will fail is the the social media part because you could no one's looking at commercials anymore the only people looking at commercials are people that are retired like my mom and dad like when i go over there i can't watch tv no more than 10 minutes i said i go i can't i go it's 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 the show for five minutes and then it's fucking 10 minutes of commercials and i go i'm dumb we don't have there's no commercials yeah but i you gotta i'll push back on this is that you still got to do the old traditional ways of organizing, you know? What I mean? oh, of course, you, yeah. You still got to you still got to talk to people. You just can't rely on social media because you, no, yeah, yeah, you rely I on mean, social. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, but if you rely on social media, all you're gonna get is, is is you're just you're just speaking to the converted. Yeah, you're not trying to speak to the converted. You're trying to you're trying to speak to those that you want to convert. Because mm-hmm. if you once you get them, then you see other people fall in line. Because if you could if you you're able to convince one of the what uh, Jane McAvaney calls organic leaders or one of the organizers from uh, 396 calls uh, the influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Once you get one of them, then boom, 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 boom follows too. Because why? They have they have clout. They have pull. And once mm-hmm. they once they have once once you know you have that, you're able to bring your your little group with with you. You know, regardless of what it is, but. You got to do both, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I didn't mean I didn't mean it like it's that's the new way. Yeah, but it's the it's. Well, you on have to top. yes, you yeah. have to be. You, have you to still got to hit the pavement. Presence. Yeah, you still have to have a social media presence. You just can't. You got to rely on both, you know. But I think for the IBT, it's it's something new. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. speaking as a team, so I think it's something new for them. You know, being that, you know, we had twenty years of uh, business unionism that really didn't question. Uh, UPS management or anything like that. So, I mean, it's going to take time to to grow, but it's good that they have a social media presence. Yeah, real quick, I want to just jump in there and say that, you know, as UPS, you know, as UPSers, we have a lot in common with the Amazon workers, right? I mean, even though, like, we'll go back to what you said, that they're, you know, their uh, warehouses are in con- uh, uh, air-conditioned, right? 
they still risk tremendous injuries in there, man. Oh, of you course, know, yeah. Horrible, tr horrible yeah. injuries. Just like the UPS uh, uh, worker inside the building, right? Mm -hmm. And I think as as UPS workers and and um, and Amazon workers, we have a lot in common. So it's going to be easier to organize them like that, you know, because we can relate to them and we can speak to them one on one and at a personal level, you know. And um, you know, you could see it. I mean, you, you could see the solidarity out there when we're out there on the picket line in Palmdale, right? I mean, it's 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 a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? With the with mm -hmm. their drivers and us being out there together, unified, you know, mm -hmm. um, there's that's the best organizing tool that you can have. You have to step forward that way. The other the what the other the other worker that's not convinced to join the union will, you know, take that chance and step forward and take that risk and sign that union card, you know, and get organized, you know, and fight back, fight against the boss. You know what I mean? The one that wants to hurt them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we got to hit on all those issues. But I. Um, Jose's right. I mean, this this um, this uh, model of business unionism has got to go. We got to go with solidarity unionism, right? We got we got to organize in that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We can't just you know think about you know oh we're just gonna get these guys for union dues. No, we want to build a broader movement. We want to build the labor movement, right? Nothing has come to us for free. You know, if you look back in history and you go back, you know, nothing has come without pressure from below. Freezer in the and that's right that's what we gonna, that's what we're straight gonna ahead. do. Oh, you know what I mean? As mm -hmm. build building that movement building that pressure from below that way the, the system you know gives in to our demands the amazon bosses give in to the demands of those workers that are laid off right now mm. you know we have to build that pressure from below and i think that's what these ulp strikes are creating you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i think it's a very good development i think in in the labor movement right now i mean all this labor action that's happening um, across southern california yeah. and across the country it's just amazing to me what a time to be alive right now i mean it's it's a beautiful thing you know what I mean? And I hope this movement really takes off and grows because that's what we need. I mean, the working class in this country has been taking it, you know, in the chin for what, for like 50, 60 years, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, you can see the decline, you know what I mean? In our society, you see all these homeless people, you know what I mean? With, uh, you know, all over the place with uh, shiny new buildings all around them. You know, that's a problem. You know why? Because union density is at an all time low. You know what I mean? All time low. Mm -hmm. You know, if we have to build in in order for this country to move forward, in order for, for society to move forward, the labor movement has to grow. It's just this is the only way I see this country advancing forward, bro. You know, that's just that's just my two yeah, cents. Yeah, no one's and voting. Then, then talking about Amazon, harassment doesn't stop at UPS. It doesn't, you know, Absol harassment is everywhere, Absolutely. man. Whether Absolutely. you work in Amazon, you know, with that belt that if you do something off task, you know, it kind of vibrates. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. That's right? crazy, man. You know, we get in, in UPS, we get supervisors like, why do you take a why do you go to the rest for five minutes or 20 minutes? Like, dude, you know, I'm, I'm tell, you know, the, tell the McDonald's food. Yeah, you I know, can what afford, mean? So, it's clogging me up. So we, yeah. we have those those uh, commonalities that, that we have, too. But same like Amazon workers and UPS workers. It, I mean, it's poverty pay. Like Amazon works, I'm sure they have two or three jobs. Same like some uh, 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 UPS part timers, because why we can't live in in these uh, in these uh, very high cost of living areas, especially in Southern California, San Francisco, Miami, New York, Chicago, and other places as well. And you have to you have to work two jobs. You know, when we we're in uh, Palmdale, there was a driver. Uh, I don't want to say the local. But he was he he was a union member that had to drive subcontracting trucks on the fucking weekends. Yeah, uh, that's, you know what I mean. That's crazy. And he's a and he's a union man. <laughs> You're like, but that's that that's now a common a, a common occurrence now. You know, 
like back in the day when you had Hoffa, he had the uh, National Master Freight Agreement. All these other, all these freight companies, right? Yeah. Coming in one agreement, one agreement. Imagine UPS, Amazon, DHL, FedEx, all under one National Master Logistics Agreement. You know, how much, how much, how much chaos can we? How much power do we? Will we, we wield? A lot of power. We will wield the, the freaking country. We will create our own polit- our own political party just because of that. Just because of how much of the GDP we control. UPS alone does six. Mm-hmm. Imagine adding Amazon, DHL, FedEx, and you could you could put the longshore uh, longshore workers with us too. Absolutely. You know, imagine that and freight, because it's all logistics now. They're all under this banner of logistics. Mm-hmm. We would control this economy. We would say, no, no, no. We're not doing these uh, tax breaks for the rich. We're not doing these tax breaks for corporations. We're not doing this trickle-down economy. Like, oh yeah, we cut we we cut taxes for the rich, and they're going to create jobs. They they don't they don't create jobs. All they do is buy <laughs> do uh, stock buy uh, stock buybacks. You know. They care about themselves. We care about each other. That's the main difference between this. That's when we talk about class warfare mm-hmm. and class struggle is that we care about each other. The rich don't care about us. You know, they, as long as they get their tax cuts, they're cool. You know, as long as you don't step on their grass, they're cool. As long as you don't step on their sidewalk, they're cool. Unless, unless, I mean, it's a public sidewalk, but they think that it's theirs. Absolutely, man. I, I can't disagree with that. I mean... Look at UPS using technology, right, to harass us and all that. It's all it's all to keep us under control, right? Yeah. It, to, yeah. to control us because they're because Amazon. we're the majority, they're the minority, right? We we as workers, we outnumber them. You know what I mean? So that's that's this is our only power in this country is the strike. That's why we're going to exercise it July 31st, right? And if workers collectively understand their power, we can accomplish a lot of things, you know. And we we could really, like I said earlier, we could really advance this society, this country forward. But we have to we have to realize that, you know, individual this individualism, like the individual thinking isn't isn't, you know, isn't for the worker. You know what I mean? It's just a sham. You got to get with your coworkers. You got to organize. You got to fight back or else, you know, this, you know, we're, we're headed towards a brick wall, you know, and you can see it. Like I said, I mean, um, uh, like I said earlier, union density is at all time lows. Why is that? I mean, it's a failure of the labor movement because we're not actually acting like the way we're supposed to act back, you know, what, you know, what our four, our four uh, fathers did, our, our, the, the people that were in unions in the past, right? That laid the groundwork. Yeah, that laid the groundwork for us. You know what I mean? Um, we're, not, we're not doing that. They, they took a lot of risk. It took a lot of struggle in order to create, right, the, the greatest mid, uh, middle class that we've ever seen. It took struggle. You know, it wasn't just handed over to people. It wasn't given to you. We have to fight for it, right? And that's what Americans have to realize. You know, we have to realize we have to fight for things and we have to go out there. We have to get them. Nobody's going to give it to you. But you know what? You can't do it by yourself. You have to organize. You got to be shoulder to shoulder with your brother and sister and fighting. You know what I mean? Inside a union or, you know, inside, you know, uh, uh, working class organizations, you know, because like I said, you know, the only democracy we have in this country, really, if you look at it, are inside of unions. Right. I tell Mm -hmm. people, you know what? The only the only vote that matters is the union vote. The two-party system does not work for us. Nope. It doesn't. The whole system don't work. No, the whole system, the econo- the, you know, economic life in this country is rigged, right? 
And the only way we're going to right this boat is inside our, our own um, working class democratic institutions. That's what I believe in. That's 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 the message that I try spreading, you know, amongst, you know, people that, you know, that want to struggle with me. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. In the good fight. And then once you get into this middle class, it's we can't you, forget about the poor either. You know, you get in this middle class and you think you have more in common with those in, in a higher strata, Absolutely. you know, in, in the higher in the higher class. Mm. And you look down upon the 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 working class, the lower class, excuse me. Why is that? You, 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 me and you, we work the, we, we, we work the same job. I mean, mm -hmm. the, for the same corporation, you know? And then there's division between us as well as workers. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? Part-time, full-time. Yeah, you know, there's got it. Middle class, you know, upper class, you know, it's all a battle. You know what I mean? Middle class is just, is, it's just one, it's just two, for me, it's just two classes, the working class and, and the ruling class. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the middle class, you ain't in the ruling class. <laughs> you ain't hanging out with Jeff Bezos. I, I forgot or, who it was. I think know? it was George Carlin that said that the poor are there to scare the shit out of the middle class. Well, yeah, that's that's right. Absolutely. Jose's right. I mean, it, it, as you could see, you know, inside of UPS, right? We have full timers. We have part timers. I mean, uh, the bosses know how to divide us very well. Oh, yeah. Inside yeah. of work and outside in society, bro. You know, that's got to stop. Yeah. We have to show... We have to we have to take a page of our of our European uh, uh, unionized comrades out there and show solidarity. You know what I mean? When they strike, everybody everybody's with you. Yeah. And then going back to Amazon, you know, there's got to be a uh, I don't know if there ever will be. I hope. Excuse me. I hope there's a, a coalition that brews. You know, because right now we're organizing Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. The Teamsters. But you also also have the uh, Amazon Labor Union, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you still you have the retail warehouse, uh, uh, retail warehouse store department union. I, I think that's RDWSU. The, yes, yeah. I think it. Yeah. Yeah. You have them organizing Amazon. Then you have independent, uh, uh, grassroots uh, unions trying to organize Amazon in their respective regions. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're doing all the same thing, we should all be working together. You know, if you're if you're uh, Amazon Labor Union, okay, how can we help you? What do you need? You know, and then we'll we'll help them because they're doing the same thing. Now, sometimes there's this little tribalism. I'm 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 a teamster. I'm a teamster. You know, I'm a I'm a L A L U, mm -hmm. right? I'm a R W S D U. I don't know if I said it right. I hope I did. <laughs> you know, you you no, you we all should be working for the same goal is to better the lives of the Amazon workers. Absolutely, you know? bro. That's what that's what it's about. Amazon workers deserve $30 or more. You know, they deserve that. Yeah, dude, they they do a lot of work. Yeah, they do they do a lot of work. But, you know, you want to suppress those wages because why? Oh, if you have higher wages, guess what comes? High interest rates. And who gets blamed for it? The workers. Just because they're exercising their right for dignity and respect, you know, and they're the ones who, 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 who suffers the consequence because we're the ones that are paying the high interest rate. The ruling class isn't. They could afford to do whatever the fuck they want. That's right. Whenever the fuck they want. And we, we have to budget. We have to say, no, we can't do this, mijo. Or, you know, we, 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 let's, let's, let's cut back on this. They don't cut back on anything. 
So that's that's why that's why it's important that we need to have a uh, a unified front. That's why I would love to see for the day of a national master logistics agreement, and then have all the unions in it, partake in it. Have the Teamsters, uh, Amazon Labor Union, RWSDU. Uh, there's a Amazonians. Uh, uh, I forget the name of that union out there in uh, the Midwest. Amazonians United. There's something like something that. Something like that, right? Yeah. You know, so all under that same banner to to better the lives of the workers in the logistic industry because the logistics the logistics industry is going to boom it's just going to grow yeah you know we don't make stuff anymore we don't we don't we, we don't manufacture cars we don't do none of that what we do is we service we provide service for this for this country yep. i would love to see for the day for us the the freight industry as well and uh uh, the longshore, uh, longshore, uh, well, the, the dock workers as well. Mm-hmm. You see all of us coming in agreement, but I mean, the longshore, uh, the dock workers are under the railroad act, but still we, we need to do something. We need to change these, this system. Yeah, we have to, and we are, I'm, I'm seeing it. It just seemed to just come out of nowhere. Like it seemed like it started in Lancaster. Well, no, or Palm I, I, it just seemed like it started there to go viral and, and start picking picking well, up uh, it's, i don't know if it start if it started in uh i forget the city in alabama now bessemer well, bessemer. bessemer i don't know if it started in bessemer or Staten island but you know it, it's those are the, well, at least the, over here that's yeah, where yeah. i feel but well I, the, the the one that started over here is on eight you know oh yeah yeah eight you know, yeah. on eight with the net you know shout out to her you know, and Caroline. Yeah, yeah, you know, they started show, over there. Yeah, yeah, it started over there. But I, what I mean is, for the teamsters. Yeah, or? once this happened and and uh, Palmdale, once it well, happened, it caught a, it caught a lot it, of people it, it off just, surprise. Yeah, just a lot of things started going. You started to see it, unless maybe it's been going on and now it's starting to get news coverage. Well, it, you it, know, it, but it, I just been seeing it pop up everywhere. Yeah, it caught a lot of people off guard. Cause why? Cause Amazon says you're you're just subcontractors. That's the hot word, right? Subcontractors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uber with shout out to Ben Magana, right? Yeah. I think he was doing DoorDash or something like that. You know, DoorDash, Lyft, you know, they're awesome. And then uh, FedEx, their drivers, their ground drivers are, are subcontracted too. Yeah. You know, just because it's that subcontracting model. Well, did you hear what's going on with FedEx? From what I, I've been told. Oh, that they're, they're, that they're FedEx, Express FedEx Express is going to be done. Yeah. They're, they're going to merge, right? Yeah, yeah. they're merging. Yeah. And so. Everything's going to be subcontracted now. But from what I heard, all the FedEx drivers well, I heard they're going to over go 20 on, years got their, walk, got their walking papers. Like, well, I heard they're going to go under the Amazon, uh, the FedEx banner. They're going to be FedEx employees. They're yeah, going to be but they're all subcontractors. Yeah, you see. I don't know but within the hub, though. But all I know is all the FedEx Express drivers are getting let go. And then uh, the employees in the, in the warehouse are also getting let go, too. And then the FedEx ground is moving in and it's all going to be subcontracted out but i don't know as far as the employees are they going to be subcontracted too i doubt it because how does how does those because so the amazon workers no, the amazon that work, work in the warehouse are uh, under amazon banner yes. and then the drivers are or subcontracted yes. there you go but i all i know is that at fedex express all that's done yeah and it's all going to be fedex ground well, everything, I mean, they, everything's going to be subcontracted. They, they, they saw the model work for Amazon, and they're just going to—they're just repeating it. But yep. who's going to stop them? The government's not going to say, "Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you know what? You guys need to—you guys need to uh, 
uh, uh, unionized. You know, it's not the government, regardless if it's a Republican or a Democrat. To me, they're both the same. They ain't no difference. <laughs> yeah, we need these garbage labor laws in this country to change big time. They're man. boss laws. Yeah, they're boss <laughs> laws, right? It they're not. They're not labor the laws. It's boss law. It, it all. It all benefits the corporations and not workers, dude. I mean, these labor laws are horrible. I mean, to you know, you wear the uniform, you drive the truck with the with the emblem on there, and right, you're you're not even an employee from that place. You, you know, for example, Amazon has the right to you know determine your working conditions. Your you know um, whether you're you know you're going fast enough for them, hire and fire you. That's ridiculous, man. They can ground you know? your truck. Yeah, they can ground your truck. I mean, come on, dude. You know. Hey, I mean, uh, there comes to a point where, I mean, workers have to say, you know, I've had enough. It's time to organize, it's man. Hard. Yeah, it's hard to tell yeah. these drivers. I see Amazon all the time. I try to tell them, dude, hey, you guys got to start organizing. Well, well it's, it's hard because they're, they're, they're under a, a time constraint. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're under, they could probably but talk to you for a couple like, of seconds. Yeah. But, yeah. You got to probably, you got to meet them where they're at and set up shops somewhere in the like esquina. It's like somebody... <laughs> It's like some just like watching somebody wearing a hundred pound vest on them doing the same job as me, you know, and them feeling like there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. But they can. Well, they can. Yeah. But you just got to get to them. That's the thing that we need to get to them. You know, we need to. I mean, I think in Orange County, we have. I think the main one is in Irvine. But I mean, the main ones are the fulfillment centers are in the Inland Empire, but I think. There's a, maybe a delivery or sortation in, uh, excuse me, a sortation in Irvine. And then you have smaller little delivery stations or hubs or whatever you want to call it. Like there's one right here on La Palma mm -hmm. where the five is at. Then there's one off the 91 right there off of, uh, I, can't, I can't think there's of There's one name. on Orange Thorpe. Orange Thorpe going oh, towards State Park? College. Yeah, in Buena Park, right? What, a logistics center? Yeah. For Amazon, a no. There's one right here off of the, off of Magnolia going under. The yeah, yeah. Way. That's a, a that's delivery. That's on the left side. And yeah. then there's another one you go down Orange Store, right before you hit State College. Yeah. It's there's right one right there on, on the left. There's one like on one on off of uh, uh, Catella between Valley, and Not, I believe. There's one out there, you know, and then there's one in Santana, somewhere off of Edinger. I still gotta go to that one, and uh, you got the one off the 91. Next to uh, Shamrock. There's one in Edinger? Huh? Where's the one on Edinger? It's like off of Edinger. Uh, I don't know if there's one off of Edinger. No, because I had one. One of the one of the guys at the at the school that I work at in the morning delivered for Amazon. And oh. And I, was I know what you're talking about. He's talking about the 55. Yeah, yeah. At Edinger, where the yeah, Edinger yeah. it turns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, up to 55. And, yeah, I would say Edinger. Yeah, right there. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's I did off see of Edinger. That. Yeah, so you, you, well, yeah, Edinger turns. But Edinger goes straight through to Red Hill uh, once you pass Grand. And then you pass uh, you pass Richie. And then you uh, and then you pass – oh, no, you pass you, – it goes Grand, Line, then Richie. And then you go under the 55. And Edinger goes straight, but then it curves too. It curves into uh, – it turns into Newport. Okay. Uh, and then that's where it's at. But yeah, you could say it's on Edinger. I know what you're talking about. Well, I did see that the other day. It's off of Edinger. Yeah, I see it. Not on Edinger, but it's off Monkey. My, my bad. No, no, no. You're right. It was. It, it, but yeah. There's the one I'm, by Camelot I'm, right there on the 90s. Yeah, that one there too. La Palma. Yeah. They're well, eyesores. It, it used to be a Fry's Electronics. <laughs> but it had a, oh, the yeah. Fry's Electronics had a huge uh, parking lot. But now you see uh, the Amazon fleet. 
I miss Fry's Electronics, dude. I used to go to Fry's Electronics just to look around. I, my son would go. My son would lose his mind if that was still around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's time that we we start doing our, our our due diligence. We we you know I've gotten we getting too comfortable. Was well, because and we got it. We got to do. We got to do our part, and, and because we got to leave stuff behind. Because because organizing for, is hard work. It is. There's tough. no shortcuts when it comes to organizing. That's it's a not, tough fucking that's job. That's repetition dude. every day, every day. Yeah, dude. You know, it's just it's just hard, hard, hard work. And you guys and are you out there all the time. I'm like, bro, are these guys organizers. The <laughs> not out there all the you time. Guys, you no, know, but you guys are out there a lot, dude. Well, let know? me let me. Can I say real quick one yeah, thing? I mean, one time I was out there with with uh, my buddy Apple. Shout out to my buddy Apple out there. Um, La Mirada. La Mirada. Um, yeah, we were at a gas station and we were we were organizing that day and we were trying to get them as they were filling up their tanks. And, you know, we would have these one on one conversations with the drivers, right, with the Amazon drivers. And if you explain to them clearly, you know, that they're being exploited, they understand, you know, and they want to sign that union card. We got a bunch of phone numbers. You know what I mean? So you do have to have those one on one conversations with these guys. You know what I mean? It's just like Jose said, you know, they're they're under pressure. They're 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 like, you know driving around with a bunch of time commitments, you know, and the algorithm on them, they're not going to want to talk to you right there. You got to get them in that, like, that one-on-one -on -one personal, like, eye-to-eye, -eye, speak to them, you know, and tell them, you know what, hey, you know what, your boss is exploiting you. Look, he's going up into outer space, bro. How many stops you got in that truck, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they, they, they get, get really pissed bucks? off. 20 bucks? You know, and this guy's <laughs> launching himself up there. Yeah. They get really fucking pissed. And, and, then they, and got you know? a, they got another job on the weekend yeah. or, or in the morning, yeah. depending how this many. This guy's eating lobster. What are you eating? How many, eating? How many days you know? they drive? And he may, and he rubs it in your face by being funny and making it shape like a dick, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and dick he said, and hey, bone. thanks to my employees, I'm up there. You know, yeah. like straight yeah. out, dude. Like, Hell I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had another yeah. one. Oh, I think, no, Lauren Sanchez is... Uh, his girlfriend, I don't know what she is. His girlfriend. Hey, put the mic closer, dog. Uh, well, yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence Sanchez's girlfriend, I don't know what he is. Well, I guess it's his girlfriend. She said uh, she, 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 she did a twilight. No, she did a tweet. Sorry. She did a tweet where she goes, the four, uh, some sort of the four philosophies of having a good life for uh, about, uh, according to Jeff Bezos, excuse me, or some, some like, you know, stupid crap like that. Like. Mm -hmm. Dude, this guy got he he got capital to create Amazon. He mm -hmm. didn't like, you know, just hustle and grind to to start Amazon. He had people investing. I think his parents gave him some some cash flow. Mm -hmm. You know, so this you know he's not an entrepreneur. No, he's that self-made person is a myth in this country. Yeah. He ain't uh, no self. Same like uh, Zuckerberg, uh, Elon Musk. You know they they. And that's the problem with Americans, right? They think they're temporarily embarrassed millionaires, you know? And no, <laughs> I, I tell people, you know what? Get with your class and fight back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You Don't think that you're a boss. Don't think you're, a, you know, a CEO or whatever because you're not, you know? You know, you got to fight for, you know, you got to fight for your pie, you know what I mean? Piece of the pie. You always, you remember know? Remember your roots. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you got what you got. But remember, you probably didn't come from that much. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad that you got yours. You know what I mean? Just because you got yours doesn't mean you forget about those that don't have theirs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 use people. You use people to get to where where, where you are. Well, the, they you, did. You, you, it, it, you didn't take, yeah. The Bezos, the, 
like even it a mosque. You didn't so. do it by yourself. You yeah, you did some things, but to get to the where Koch you are brothers. now, you needed you needed those you needed people below you to to the Donald Trumps to do it. I'm gonna say just real quick one thing. Like I talked to these um, my retired friends, right? And I'm sitting back there, like in a place like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're barbecuing and stuff, and we're you know having a couple beers and a laugh, and they're all retired, and they're telling me, "Fuck, Will, you know what, man?" My fucking knees are gone, bro. My fucking shoulders are all fucked up. My neck is my neck is fucked up. My back is all fucked up. And you know what, bro? Is the C- the CEO of these companies, the bosses of these company companies, are their na- knees are gonna be fucked up when they retire or whatever? Um, and are are their fucking shoulders gonna be gone? No, you know it's yours. You're the one. And guess what? You're the one making the wealth for them. You know what I mean? You have to realize that you have power that way. You know, if you cut that wealth from them. You know, you, you know, you're, you're, you're stronger than they are, you know, like this strike that we're going to do, right. We're going to, we're going to show them that, Hey, you know, who has the real power? We do, we do, you don't, you know, and, and that, that's, that's a big, that's a big thing. You know, like I said, we give our lives to these people. We deserve something in, in return. You know, we deserve dignity and respect. And that goes for the Amazon worker too, yeah. that we're fighting for. Cause they they're at the they're at the very bottom, right? And they're and the watching. Part- and now they're watching. They're listening in the, now. The, the and the part-time UPSer, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna say right now, straight out, right here, right now, if the part-timers don't get a good deal, I'm voting no on that goddamn contract. And you can take that to the bank. You know, I'm just gonna vote no. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at my own financial situation because I remember what it was like to be a part-timer. I will never forget that. I spent six years as a part-timer loading trucks. You know, loading feeder. It was a it was a bitch. You know, we used to get straight shots of these baskets. I used to load, I used to load the Washington truck. We used to blow out like three, four trucks, like in two hours, dude. You know, and then we used to get straight shots of bolts, fucking these little 40 pound boxes fucking would ruin your wrists. You know what I mean? And then at the end, after all that, when, when you were done, when you were done, you would get a straight shot of Goodyear tires, bro, like two, 300 of them, you know? And then mm-hmm. you see their scanner and you got like 3000 scans on there. And you missed one. Yeah. And you put a misload on there and now you're, you know, they're on your ass about it or whatever the hell, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'll never forget those days, bro. You know, Mm -hmm. but being a part-timer too, you know, we build a lot of solidarity inside the building, Mm -hmm. you know, and I hope part-timers, I know Jose's doing it. You know, you guys have to build, you know, you guys have the perfect chance to build solidarity. Me as a driver, I'm out there by myself, you know what I mean? With the customer, you guys are face-to-face inside. You guys could Mm -hmm. create havoc, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys could create something beautiful. He was a part-timer. You know, he, his buddy, his buddy Danny was on the show. Shout out to Danny; he's a part timer. I made sure to get part timers on my show too. Yeah, yeah. I, hell I know yeah, what bro. You mean. Well, moving, going back to Amazon, like there's, I think, I think it was the Guardian. They did a report, an article where they said that Amazon estimates that by 2024 they're going to run out of workers in the Inland Empire. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to exhaust the whole workers in the Inland Empire. But you know where they built uh, an Amazon factory? They built one in Tijuana, not too far from the border. Of they're I'm gonna go no mames. No, no. Mexicans <laughs> no, work hard, no, dog. No. They're gonna, they gonna yeah. be like, what the fuck? Well, they're, workers work hard regardless of the nationality. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they did that because San Diego wouldn't give them the permits to build to build a big old. I guess they want. I don't know if they wanted to build build a big old fulfillment center or delivery station or what. But they build it in Tijuana, and then, you know, you get a big old, you get trucks, boom, 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 at whatever time they leave, and they deliver in San Diego. Yeah, have you guys seen that, that Tijuana building? It's it's a dystopia, man. No, I, mean, I haven't seen it. Yeah, there's, there's a there big. Is there pictures of it online? Yeah, 
there's a big shiny warehouse and all around it it's like a slum city bro oh yeah it's disgusting yeah yeah it's the exploit exploitation you know of the you know 1000 degree right there bro you know yeah, it's, just it's like ridiculous pieces of wood made into a little makeshift uh, uh house and you know, there and if they could the the people in this country the ruling class of this country will drag us down just like that if we don't fight back yeah we have to fight back there's no there's no other no other choice i mean capitalism has just runs amok and you can't have it running amok you just can't to me you just can't have capitalism period because it's just there's always somebody that's going to get exploited how was this country built <laughs> how was this country built it's really it is you want to you want to be have like serious talk how was this country built it's built on the on the backs of slaves yeah and where was this land taken from it was taken from the from the native uh, americans the indigenous every treaty that this country signed they broke and what they and what and what what they go do after that kill the buffalo why because native americans were living off the buffalo you know this this country is you know it it, it has its problems and capitalism has its problems yeah that's why it's important that we we get people get educated send your kids off to college get them a, a law degree so they could they could get get a, and, and battle and, and to get these laws changed because one thing of going out there and protesting and and, and showing our force but there's another thing is where we gotta we gotta get it in the courts and 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 vote and and battle to get these these laws changed or put in favor of us I would, know, that's I, I would rather I would I would rather change the whole system I would I would love to change the whole system because we know these laws ain't going to benefit us that's look, not look, gonna look, happen look, dog. Look, I'll look, tell you that right hey now. well Tell that to 7076. 1776? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like when, no when one, those yeah. guys got We tried to do that. They tried to do that uh, J January 6th for Donald Trump and all those motherfuckers are gone. Oh, but that that was for out of, out of a egotistical maniac, egomaniac, you know what I mean? But to me, it's, it's, it's just a system. The system is, you. okay, we had, we had a, the Supreme Court. You have six conservative judges in there, six. And we had a case, Glacier Northwest, Inc. Oh, versus yeah, that's IBT. the one I've been wanting to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If that case had a little bit more meat to it, rather than just the who's going to pay the the liability for the strike, they would have gutted it. They would, they, they would, they well, would have put it the people they, that they know about Glacier, Glacier Strike. Well, Glacier Northwest is a cement company. Yes. You yeah, know? tell the, the audience. So when they went to strike, I, I just don't know the year they went to strike. I think it was 2017. I could be wrong. Somebody, you know, wants I to correct I me. I think I talked about this. I don't know. If might have, Yeah, you might be right. 2017, 2018. I think if somebody wants to correct me, cool, yeah. you know. But uh, they went on strike, and they left the key inside the trucks with the cement going. The, but the cement is still in there, right? Yeah. So you have management come in turn off the truck and guess what happens to the cement it dries up and it's no good no more so fine so uh glacier northwest inc you know suffered a financial loss and they blamed the teamsters you know and then they the teamsters won in washington supreme court but then you know all these labor uh anti-labor uh, uh think tanks and organizations out there Said no, we want to take this to the Supreme Court. Could we have a chance that we could, we could win this? 
and Barry Idling, that's his name. Yeah, and oh yeah, Barry Idling. Yeah, uh, he was on the, yeah. Yeah, he talked about it, you know. So they, they uh, they took it to the Supreme Court. But if they if they had a case that had more more uh, more meat on the bone, dude, that the uh, National Labor Relations Board or the National Re, uh, the National Labor Relations Act, it would have probably been gutted. It would have been gutted. Yeah, one of the judges says if he gets a better case, that he will, he will judge, he will gut the right to strike. That that's a quote. Really? So we're yeah, we're under attack. So man. so this system, yeah, we, we we can't change the system because the system not it's not built for the workers. I didn't know he said that. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. I think it was Alito that said that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Don't, no, don't it but it, no, you can look it up. Send, you, send you, it to you, me. You can look it up. He said that, bro. Really? Yeah, man. And look what they did with women's rights and women, yeah. women's reproduction. When rights. it comes to the Supreme Court, I look at that court as an unelected, undemocratic body. Yeah. I mean, the, since 2000, I mean, none the presidents that have uh, uh, put all those Supreme Courts in there have not been um, have not been president by by uh, the popular vote. You know what I mean? They've been placed in there by the. But they've been placed yeah. in there by Republicans, right? And or, they they basically cheated their way into the White House <laughs> since 2000. Right? How come Biden hasn't got rid of them or the Democratic Party? Because they got to serve their terms. No, there's no terms. Yeah, they're, 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 they're there kings for, for life. They're in there for life. So the really? so so the Republicans have really figured out a way, right? To you know, hey, how are we going to get you know entrench our power? Well, it's through the courts. Yeah, and they, you know they, what I mean. They had so, that plan, I think, in the 70s. They denied. They remember, don't forget, guys. They denied Obama a Supreme Court <laughs> uh, yeah. pick at the end of his term um he he had the the absolute executive right to put a supreme court judge in there but it was mitch mcconnell that little motherfucker from kansas uh not kansas uh uh kentucky blocking him the whole way you know <laughs> yeah. until until a republican is was elected one, is that the one that wants to fight O'Brien? No, 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 they, no. Uh, oh no, that's, that's some other, <laughs> some other, that's, that's, some other jackass. What, yeah. No, no, McConnell's the old looking dude. Yeah, yeah the guy that looks like time. a turtle, bro. Uh, yeah, he looks scared yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 The tur the guy with the like, I don't know. He looks weird. But anyways, yeah. He, the, I mean, it's completely, completely like undemocratic Garland. body. Say, you guys speak up. Marin Garland was the one that President Obama wanted to appoint, but he couldn't because Mitch McConnell blocked him, because Mitch McConnell gave some sorry ass excuse that. You know, it was election time. We need the president to to uh, to uh, whoever wins, they'll nominate it, right? Mm -hmm. But then when when uh, I think when uh, uh, oh my gosh, when Biden won, I don't like Biden as well too. <laughs> when he won, uh, I think Sandra did. Uh, no, uh, 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 Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, and you know they. They steamrolled the uh, Republic uh, conservative judge on there. You know, <laughs> Trump lost, Biden won, and the Re and the Republicans still steamrolled a a, a a conservative. They didn't judge. use yeah. They, in other words, they didn't use the same rules they did yeah. on Obama. They're just all bunch you know of hypocrites, I mean? both it's, parties. Yeah. So the the for it. me the Supreme Court is a, is an undemocratic, um um, who you know, illegitimate one, body. Who for was me. the guy's name again that Trump put in that he was known as a union buster? The union buster for Supreme Court? I don't know if I it think was they're Supreme all Court. they're all union busters. They're all bro. union busters. They're all union busters, big dog, all of them. But yeah, look, look, we're on un, we're under attack in the Supreme Court. We're under attack oh, all man. over the place, man. Yeah. So we need, the like I said, we the, the time system. is now to fight back. Look at, I mean, and people are fighting back. Look at the labor movement right now. I mean, you, I mean, it's on, it's it's really, you know, it's on fire, you know, mm -hmm. because people see the injustices out there in society. You know what I mean? 
we're at a we're at a tipping point right now you know and people are realizing hey the only way to fight back is through our collective power in the labor union you know so that's a that's a whole that's my hope right there you know but yeah like i said earlier the only way forward is for us to build movements and build that pressure from below mm -hmm. and when you build that pressure from below you're going to see this system react to our needs you know our that's the way it's played out throughout of history all of it class struggle unionism yes thank you and so right now we have one of the biggest contracts uh -huh, uh, coming up yeah let's get to in august all right Cup 22 uh, days away it's going 22. down from what i heard it's going down yeah, they, they didn't give us they didn't give us enough time to be able to to get together right and the the unions and get together and uh, there's still some time but the window closes every day yeah and there's not enough time you still got to have your twos you know every local has two two members that that get they all get together i think it's like 170 how's the notes right here it's like 170 locals uh two per local it's called uh, a two-man and what they do is they get together they they all get together they do you know they get a, a mock contract printed up for us then they set a meeting for us for all us to oh. get together and then go over it and then they give us time to well, what to we, talk it over and then vote on it. We get it. There's not enough time for that. We it won't be a mock contract. It's going to be the just a tentative agreement. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a tentative agreement. This, you know, so yeah. I mean, it, the window the window shrunk. I mean, there's still time. I mean, they still got to negotiate. I mean, we we we're not going on strike anytime. Not within the next 22. Uh, 21 days yeah of days, course you know so they still We're have to work negotiate until the end of it, but, but it's it's gonna it's it's right now it's it's a in, they're in the impasse and well, it's a very very interesting time well it's it's crazy because he, he walked out walked out uh, they he said that o'brien said that they're they said this is our, our offer it wasn't their final offer they were playing games there's still a lot of money left on the table and they didn't want to, they didn't want to give in well the package from my understanding is that the uh, RPCD for the full timers they were close they're they're super close both mm -hmm. sides the one that they're further apart they're in two different multiverses mm -hmm. <laughs> is the part timers mm -hmm. because why UPS has profited off of this off of these poverty wages i don't care what all mm -hmm. these what these drivers have to say or anybody has to say exactly. 1550 is poverty wage if I I could if I was getting paid fifteen fifty I could apply for food stamps and receive them. And I think O'Brien talked about it on Bloomberg. I'll give credit to him. He talked about food stamps. He talked about government assistance. Talked about he said the words poverty wage, because they are. And then UPS had a uh, did like a you know that, YouTube uh, YouTube yeah. short or whatever you want to call it Instagram chair, yeah. story yeah, and she's homeless she's unhoused, and they parade her. <coughs> you gotta be kidding me! You're parading around a homeless person. Ah, that's disgusting. You're parading a homeless person. You offered them a job, you know. And this is one thing too about unions. Sometimes unions focus on the workplace, right? They just focus focus on the workplace. But the worker, they have their work their their work life, and they have their outside of work life, right? And we got to be fighting both fronts. Inside the workplace and outside the workplace. Like, remember, you, you had your uh, your guest, uh, I, th I think he's your homie, the one who ran for a uh, Santana uh, council member. Yeah. And he was talking about rent control. You know, that's what we, that's what Lani labor Escamilla. Yeah, the, you know, labor needs to, need, needs to be in that fight, needs to join that fight. 
because it's our workers that are paying these these uh, absorbently high uh, rent. And there's no rent control anywhere around here. Our unions too should um, team up with tenant unions. Yeah. Start start yes. fighting with them. I mean, don't. I mean, there's another uh, path to, to organizing, right there. Yeah. I mean, we we just can't focus on the work on the workplace. Yes, the contract deals about the workplace, but we could put some things that deal outside the workplace to help our workers. I'm totally for it. I'm down with it. Like if we own, like say locals own. A property like apartment complexes or own duplexes and and turn those into sh like Shelters. low rent low rent incomes for employees that that work under their local yeah got me you there's I'm, I'm sure there's you're there's gonna live you're gonna live here it's gonna be a, a tremendous rent cut you know because we need to bring money towards the local but on top of it but you're gonna be fixing up we'll the get, place yeah we'll you're get gonna do we, the plumbing we'll, you guys paint you do this, you guys upkeep your community as soon as you start letting it I think there's like probably shit. be some sort of government regulations, but yeah, we should. We I know of of uh of members that 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 been unhoused, that lived in the shelter. I know a member that that's unhoused. You know, we need to help them. We just can't bend it, we help them in the workplace. Cool, they have stability in that workplace, but once they leave that the, the their job, we're, they don't have no stability. Mhm. Mm you know, they have instability. How dangerous is that? How dangerous the, the, is living inside, in the streets? Inside the post office, my aunt works for inside the post office. And she got her own apartment. She got a brand new car. And she struggled her whole life living living from house to house uh, with, with, with family members. Uh, she lived in a women's shelter in Santa Ana for many years. Uh, she's in her 50s now, but she got her. The shelter she went through was a women's shelter. They helped her get on her feet and put her in the right direction. I forgot what shelter it was. I don't know if it was Hope, but it was an all-woman shelter. And they trained her. They lifted her back up. And she's living on her own now. She's paying her own bills. And she works for the post office. They got her a nice job at the post office. And one thing she does say is all the men that work there are lazy. She goes, all the women do everything. <laughs> but she works. She works at night. And she makes good enough money where she could afford these things. We don't offer those things at any other warehouses like FedEx, UPS, Amazon. So obviously UP, uh, the post office is doing something different. We got to get out, uh, get out of this uh, pulling, pulling ourselves from the bootstraps. You know, the only, the only people that could pull themselves from the bootstraps are those that have some sort of financial backing. <laughs> they have their parents that, that, that have some money. If you don't have no money, you're pulling yourself from the bootstraps. It's hard. There's no boot. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't have... <laughs> what are you pulling yourself to? I mean, if we're going to really talk about dignity and respect, we're fighting for dignity and respect. Let's fight for it. Let's just not fight for it inside the workplace. We need to fight for it outside the workplace. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the UPS contract now. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking yeah. what you guys are saying. Well, there, well, I want to say something regarding this UPS contract. The non-disclosure agreements. I'm dead set against them. I hate them. And they talk about they they want to control the chaos and whatnot. Stay off social media. Whoop whoop. You know, if there's a non-disclosure agreement, it means you can reveal things. You can reveal little tricklets, but that's unfair for the workers. That's unfair for us. Jose, is that a, an agreement between the union and and yes. the corporation together? Yes. Okay. So just yeah. to clarify that for everybody. 
You know, it was an agreement between UPS and the Teamsters. We had a, they came to a non-disclosure agreement. They uh, both both sides uh, signed it, and I'm sure when UPS uh, when the UPS counter proposal for the economics got leaked out, they were probably pretty pretty pissed. <laughs> you know, but fuck them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that thing got leaked out. I but mean, I now mean, they now we know how much little they think of us. You know what I mean? I'm glad that one. But we got to get away from that. That you know, brownouts, those uh, non-disclosure agreements, and we have to have big, open, and transparent negotiations. I don't care about the logistics. Oh, we have 340,000 workers. How we're going to offer them in there, Jose? First off, all 340,000 ain't going to go. If they go, cool. Fuck yeah! It means we have there's we we have what our power is is our labor. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't. I hope the next contract, you know, we as members go up there and say, you know what, we're not, we're not Do doing. Do you think it's a lot more now with the app and everything, giving us updates? Well, okay, do what do you, what, 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 what do you, what do you, what do you know about what was agreed upon on the Western Region Supplement on the Southwest Sort Rider and on the Southwest Package Rider? Only, uh, only what I they've told us. Yeah, what they mean, told us on the app. What yeah. did they tell They're, you in the app? Two, two, four is done. Yep. No, that's national. Uh, I'm talking. Okay, okay. National has been a little bit more transparent. Yeah. But I'm talking about the the Western Region Supplement, the Southwest Sort Rider, Southwest Package Rider. How much do you know? Like as far as what, like the pension, what was real, no, what medical, was it? What was what was agreed upon in those in those three? Well, give parts. me a, give me an example. Like no, the example no. What do you know of it? What do you know that was that was agreed upon in those in those respective uh, contracts, those respective tentative agreements? What do you know? Like as far as like I know what you're talking about. You're talking about within our area of, of our in supplement or not national. Yeah, yeah. In the I would have to go back in my notes. I think some things have been said, but I know what you would. You want the important stuff, right? The I medical know. or pension. No, I want it all. Like that. I, want I know it all. one one thing that came out that's pretty pretty interesting development with 396 is um part-timers will be able to go feeder straight yeah, it's it's everywhere i think is that everywhere yeah, okay okay well that that one that one's pretty cool you know what i mean mm-hmm. i kind of like that i mean because there's like a shortage of feeder drivers why not get our own people instead of you know getting those subcontractors you know what i mean yeah so, but that's just one we still don't know the whole thing yeah that's true i mean you know, we, don't. we don't we don't you know that's and that's what that's but even if you did we're adults. If, even we're if, all adults i know we but should be able to did, see all of it even if you did, what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna already You're gonna start be more knowledgeable. Of, You're gonna be knowledgeable. No, so people voting it, yes. This, isn't that your right? Isn't that your right? If you if you see that the contract is garbage, isn't that your right to say, but you know what? Are, look at look at. We it. are gonna get it. There's a process when it comes to negotiating contracts. Because contract. we signed an There's MDA. There's a process. No. You're thinking it's always been the process. Because we I've have allowed it got, to happen. I've never, We've I've allowed never it had to happen. Those things I've always been comfortable if those guys do them, doing their job. That's not my job. That's why we pay and we vote for Teamsters to be up there and do those things. As much as I would want to be in that room, I know people in that room. And I know people that don't want to be in that room. All the fucking numbers, fuck all this, fuck, that's not me. I'm comfortable letting them do it. And when it comes out, we go and we have our meetings and we fucking vote. And we vote it down. We say, no, I don't like it. But I'm fine with them. You know, I don't need to know everything. If it comes out, I read it. If I don't like it, I ro- I vote it down. But you see, but that's you. You know what I mean? Yeah. We should. We you should. should you we, want we should. Op- option to be able. We sh- yeah. We well, we you, should. You have, heard it. We should have big, open, and transparent. I want. I, I want you to be. I want. I would love to have you in the room. You know. I feel. I would have loved that to, you been there. to be there. And, I think and I do asked. That. I think I asked Sean O'Brien. 
I told them though. I think the first time we went to our local, mm -hmm. I told them because I remember hearing the uh, negotiate the debates with him and Steve uh, uh, Steve Verma. And John O'Brien says there's a there's a lot of great teamsters out there that are not well liked by their union that should be on the negotiating committee that should be on the rank and file committee. Mm -hmm. I don't know how true that is, but I asked him about it. And he's like, well, you, you got to talk to your principal officer. I was like, okay. And then the second time I talked to him, it, was, it didn't go that, <laughs> that good. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I believe in big, I believe in big, open, transparent re negotiations, you know. Mm. Because if you do like that, like you were saying, it's more of a horizontal, right? I know and you'll know when I, you will know when I'll let you know in its time. Rather than, rather than have it horizontal, we all know. Well, I think now it's already too late, right, to start throwing shit at me. Because no, yeah, it is I too late. Know, we signed because I still want to talk about a medical. Are they going to throw something at us where they're taking out of out of a, our medical? Well, UPS, and, proposed, and UPS proposed the elimination of benefits. Yeah. wonder if that gets thrown at us in the next couple of weeks. I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be more on your side saying, yeah, dude, this shit should have been fucking everything talked about. Should, everything should be released. You know what I mean? Are you, gonna, are you selling this out and throwing this at, at us last second? Everything should be released. You know? You know, that's why. I think, yeah, I think now everything should be released. Just at least, at least we know where we stand. Well, at least the, the, the ones that have been agreed upon, let us read the contractual language. Because we all know UPS will violate and steamroll any ambiguity in the contract. They'll even violate strict well-written contractual language supervisors working right they yeah violate, that shit pissed me off they violate they violate that sucker all the time yeah, they, they do don't it care twilight. they were doing it they do it everywhere preload twilight day uh, uh, night sword they don't you know they violate it we need to see that language like i'm with uh, teamster mobilized and they already advocated for the release of all tentative agreements so let us see it now they agreed. They agreed what in uh, mid-April for the Western uh, Southwest package, Southwest sort right, and I forget the other one, Southwest uh, uh, utility and addendum. They already agreed to that. We're three months away, three months past it. Excuse me, and we still don't know. We only know uh, uh, bits and pieces. I would like to know why we are going on strike. I know we are. I got I got a call and like it's it's going down, and they're saying it's the part timers. Uh, that because UPS has exploited that pay. Would I? I mean, I would really benefit. like to know, like, what we, because hey, man, you know, I got people got bills to pay, you know, people got things to do. What are you looking at? No, I'm just. Oh, looking at <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Uh, people got bills to pay. You guys got bills to pay, and we're getting ready to go on strike. At this point, I would think, yeah, maybe we should let us know why we are going on strike. It's going to be, it's going to come down to the part time. Now. And is that's, the, rumor, uh, that's uh, rumors, uh, but I would like to hear it all of O'Brien's mouth to say, hey, why well, this is been, why we're if, going if on been, strike. If, if you listen to him on uh, but I think Bloomberg, he has, right? CNN, MSNBC, if you listen to how with the things he was talking about, it was part-timers. Yep. It's Poverty part pay, uh, uh, food stamps, yeah, he, government yeah, assistance, I, I, was, I was thinking more of you know, what, what, what was offered and what are we looking for. Well, you see, none of that has been uh, has been told to us none of that's okay. been released and that's my problem why can't we know we're yeah. adults and it's such a last minute like you're saying you know like for us to make a quick to snap decision on on a contract we would have to read it all 
by the time we you know we get all that done man fuck you know it's gonna take some time dude you know if we get something going this week or, or next week we're not gonna have enough time to be able to have these discussions yeah. and vote on it in time for any of our account check so if that happens what happens is he gonna tell us he's gonna is he gonna fold and tell us to keep working without that, having that, a, a that, contract that is set? an interesting question right there yeah because those are the things that i'm thinking of like thinking of possibilities and it's not o'brien too it could be the federal government of the under taft hartley that could that could intervene say nah you guys go back to the table you guys can't strike because you guys are essential to medical well, they're already of all the all the medical supplies that they're we, already um, trying to get the labor secretary. They were asking her questions on TV like, hey, are you going to get involved in this and that? You know, but um, she gave I some big, she, big questions, big answers, you know, but I, I don't think so. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think we're going to go on strike, dude. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we I'm are. like, I know. <laughs> I think we are. I'm like <laughs> at the edge. I'm like, dude, like people don't understand. <laughs> Once you start working, there's no more calling supervisors or Ray. Uh, hey, I need you to cash me out a vacation check because there's people that are calling me asking me what's going on. I'm like, if you haven't been involved in the past <laughs> year, don't expect me to give you the cliff notes, dude. I'm not I'm not doing that, dude. I go, I've, I've been involved. I've, I've been on disability and still been being involved and uh, in doing what I can to inform you guys to prepare. The beginning of this year, I've been saying just save money just in case. Just save yeah. money, save yeah. money. And now the time's come. We're 21 days away from not working. And the last time we went on strike in 97, I had missed it by one year. I came the following year. Uh, but they were on strike for two weeks. Strike veteran right here. Strike veteran oh, right you here. see? Yeah, Mass so I got something to say right about that right now. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for everybody that's scared to strike, I was there in 97, right? I was just a part-timer at the time. But you know what? Don't be scared. Don't be scared to go on strike because – the payoff at the on the other side of the strike is going to be tremendous. We're going to have the best, the best contract in in the history of of of, of UPS, okay, and maybe even in the history of of labor uh, unions. So don't be scared. For me, for example, in '97, I was a part timer. I immediately, immediately um, um, benefited from the strike. I became a 22-3 full timer right away, you know, with uh, back seniority and everything. You know, I became full-time and started enjoying full-time pay, full-time pension, and everything else, you know. And um, I benefited even more. I mean, there was a thing that they wrote in there that nobody knew about until, um, until, my, uh, until my business agent told me, hey, if you go full-time in 30 days, you're going to go full, uh, top rate. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> so I benefited right away, right after the strike. So if you're scared of a strike, don't be scared because we're going to win. We're going to win. UPS has no choice. We're going to win on this one. Don't be scared. Um, get with your coworkers. Start organizing. You know, get your money like my, like like Gax was saying, get your money, uh, things going. You Call your creditors. You know, if it yeah. does happen, you know, get your mortgage people. Hopefully you're with the UPS credit union. You know, they're, they'll probably be more than willing to help with help you on your mortgage. Don't be scared. Like I said, this is this is the fight for our lives and we can set the tone. We can set the tempo for the labor labor movement and we're going to make this happen, man. You know, don't don't be scared whatsoever because I, I'm here still. You know, and we sound we sound we sound like the corporations. We sound like the boss who says nobody wants a strike. I want to strike. You know what I mean? If somebody socks you up, what are you gonna do? If you don't know if you don't know how to fight, somebody socks you up. What are you gonna do? You're gonna walk away because you don't know how to fight. 
But if you know how to fight, what are you going to do? You're going to defend yourself. I'm going to fucking choke him or put my <laughs> fingers in her eyeballs. <laughs> and fucking but but eyeballs. you're going you're gonna to defend yourself, correct? Yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're just defending ourselves. We're defending ourselves. We want dignity and respect. If we, need, we need to fight for it because no, that's not going to be given to us. And a strike is warranted, man, because look at what this company did to us during the pandemic. Right there. I'm sorry. Right, right here. Yeah. Yeah. He's right there, you know, and many others, right? Yeah. And Esteban I wish Chavez, yeah. uh, Frank Odonez in Miami, they got killed. Yeah. Yeah. The countless, the countless of members that got COVID and are feeling the, the ramifications of it to this day. Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, we can't forget about COVID. We have the moral argument on our, on our side. Mm -hmm. That's why we're going to win. We worked. Through a pandemic, mm -hmm. we got no hero a pay. A pandemic, no no hazard pay, and Nothing. you know why? You know why? You know why we didn't get hazard pay? Because we made too much money already. <laughs> no, you know why? We were locked in. UPS uh, said we had a contract. We had uh, to abide to that contract. But Albertsons got theirs. Yeah, they, they have a but, contract. But, but that's grocery. Yeah, they that's groceries. UPS don't care. UPS don't care. Yeah, they, they I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to be disrespectful to you and your fam familia, Gax. Mm. But your brother that passed away, they don't give a fuck about him. Oh, we, I know but, they don't. But we do. No, I'll, but tell, we you, do. I'll tell you this. But we do. When, it, when, we it, when do. he passed away and I was, I was at yeah. the house, and my mom called me, come see him before the morgue comes. Before I even got to the house, wow. UPS was already calling me to confirm if he was dead or not. You see? And I go, why are you calling me right now? We just, we did, why do you got to confirm? Why do you got to confirm? Why can't you wait fucking five days? You know, it, it was it was like HR was right on top of it. For what? At the, at the time, I shouldn't even fucking answered. I thought maybe they were going to. I don't know. I, I was I was out of my mind. But they were that fucking quick to get them off the fucking books. Dude. And for those who say. And all those HR people are all gone. Now. The UPS is getting rid of all HR. As a matter of fact, all the access point. A lot of a lot of these employees that I've known for many years, they've called me and sent me messages saying that UPS gave them their walking papers. Either walk, take this 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 payment, uh, whatever the, whatever they offer them, or take your chance of, of not getting laid off. And they already got that. And this and this actually ended. Uh, they gave them to the end of June, so I haven't actually got the chance to catch up. But UPS is cleaning house for all of them too. And what they what I was told is because. Uh, they know that they got to pay up to you guys, so they're cutting all all the all their stuff out too. So, you know, you it just they're cutting everyone a, a, on their side too. And you know, for all those that say you know nobody wants to strike, we're striking for what happened to our brothers and sisters. You know, there's there's a great uh, labor leader called Mother Jones, a great activist, a great activist, and she said, "Mourn for the dead." Fight like hell for the living. That's right. And that's what we need Damn, to do. Damn, that's a good one. And that's what we need to do. And if we ain't gonna do that, then we're we're just a we're just a bunch of business unionists. We just wanna get uh get go along to get along. Get ours and yeah, that's nah, it. Nah. Your brother your brother's gonna be honored. You that's know right. what I mean? When we when we hit these streets, cause we don't get what we want, he's gonna be honored. Mm -hmm. You're gonna carry that. In that picking line. Yeah, I'm going to be going to remind going to jail too. I'll tell you this, it's going to get ugly. And to remind <laughs> and to remind right. all those to, to remind all those that say, "Oh, we don't want to strike. Nobody wants to strike." That's what we're doing it for. And for the brothers that fell for heat illness too. Let's yeah. not forget our brothers that 
they fell, you know, like, and then, you know. Finally, we got ACs, dude. And I think somebody uh, passed we'll away, see. too. And I think in uh, Texas. Recently? Yes. Jeez. I still don't know yet. Yeah, that's too fucked up. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, that's what I've been told. That's what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Is a UPS worker that died? I, I know somebody I so. died, I don't, but I don't. I can't speak to that. I, I think so too. But wow. I, you know what I mean? It's just this how many? How too. many more? Go ahead. I'm using restaurant. Go ahead. How many more deaths do we have to? Uh, uh, we have to mourn before we do something. You know? <laughs> how many more deaths do we have to have? You know? We can't. We got it. We. You know? We have to protect all of us, regardless if it's in the pandemic. Or sickness, we have to protect each other. We have to have contractual language that protects us from being getting sick. You know, regardless if it's getting a cold or anything, or what we just happened with the uh, uh, COVID, we have to have contractual language that protects us. That's why I want to see what's been agreed upon. Yep, absolutely, bro. I mean, and if people think that this is going to be the last pandemic we ever seen before, <laughs> oh, they're they're going. Uh, they're sorely mistaken another pandemic is going to happen i mean the world is getting hotter you know and who knows what what that um with climate change what's going to bubble up you know there's going to be different diseases you know and this thing morphs you know what i mean we could see another outbreak so we need to be prepared for it and we need our contracts to to say you know to have better protections better language yes. yeah we need to have that you know we got i mean i'm glad drivers got ac in their in their trucks but what about the inside workers, the hubs? Yeah. You know, what about the part-timers, the 22-2s, the 22-3s? What about the clerks? You know, we we need something. Yeah. Because these, these, uh, these hubs get super hot. And then they're, all the dock doors are all, they have trailers, you know, in in the dock door. You're, you're getting zero ventilation inside that building. And that building just, just, just roast, man. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a microwave. Not as bad as, as a regular package car. But it gets it, it it gets hot up in there, you know. Yeah, I remember when Main Street first opened up, and I was a combo, and I was on load side, and I saw those big fans inside of the, inside of the trailers, you know, blowing in there. And I thought that was awesome, you know. Like hell no, that's outdated now, bro. You know what I mean? It just gets way too hot now, way too hot. And then one thing that that I think it's been agreed upon is a sitting arbitrator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. You yeah. know, the sitting arbitrator. We're going to have somebody who's going to probably, this is just a hypothetical, that could interpret the contract the way they see it. Yeah. And then that might fuck over us, you know? And then we have in our, uh, in our uh, supplements, but seven deadly, seven cardinal sins, dishonesty being one of them. Now you're gonna speed up the process of terminating somebody. So I'm dead. I'm dead set against that sitting arbitrator. That right there is for me a no. Now the question that's for national. No, no, that's for the supplemental. The question I have, and maybe we, you know, this needs to be a broader discussion, is like once you understand like what ha what uh, Northern California has in terms of cardinal sin language. I know they've been busting. They, they've been. They're like the last ones to finish. And they have, I think, four. Yeah, and then you look at our cardinal sins. Not no dishonesty. Like, okay, what's the difference? Ours is three, right? No, ours is seven. What? I thought it was do not lie, cheat, or steal. No, I think there's more. 
I thought it was the gold. Uh-huh. That was the, those are the three golden rules: do not lie, cheat, or oh, steal. But, 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 no, but there's contractual language when they go the the uh, uh, yeah, it's like cardinal sins. Why do they have that up there, and we have something else down here, right? It's like they have they. It's way better what they have up there, and then you know you compare it to ours. I mean, you know, and I mean it's 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 there's it's night and day, bro. You know what I mean? Like they can interpret, you know getting you fired for whatever you know what i mean but up there they don't you know what i mean it's like what the hell you know i mean we have to bring this up man i mean i'm serious this is yeah a bring issue. it up talk about it yeah. yeah the contractual uh the sitting arbitrator well or, okay if we're, if we're just talking about you know some supplements having a better contractual language mm-hmm. we sh- other uh, yes other supplements should be like you know what they have it let's let's try to incorporate that or just have a a national meeting, an IBT meeting of the of uh, uh, I think it's package division. Mm-hmm. Okay, and say okay, what can we pull, or what contract can we look up to and say, you know what, that's pretty good. Like eight hundred four has that twenty five and now for retirement, right? That's something that we could have out here. Now well, we got the golden eighty. Yeah, yeah, we got eighty. Well, eighty four for part timers. <laughs> yeah, because they keep raising it every contract, right? You know, so you know we we need to do that. Cause there's like the Northern Cal folks, they got some good stuff. We could, we could just say, Oh, let's read it. Okay. All right. Let's incorporate that. You know, like most of the country part-timers get overtime after the fifth hour, most of the country. Now out here for the Southwest package, I mean, Southwest sort rider, they agreed to uh, six hours after your six hour, you get overtime. And then the last two years of the contract, I believe, you get uh, you get overtime after the uh, the fifth hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's cool that we have it. It's awesome that we could have it. I think I heard I heard that. Yeah, uh, it's awesome that we have it. We, but our, what, ours is what six after the sixth hour. And then but we don't. We, there, right now, right now we don't have it. Five and a half. Right now we don't have it. I thought you guys always got no, overtime. No, 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 no. Only one. Only. But that we're we're yes. But, but this is this is after the fifth hour in most of the country, and what was agreed upon out here was after the sixth for the first three years, and the last so two years is five and a half. Of the contract. Yes. But what was it before eight? Bef- yeah, but yeah. but part timers never had it. But other because you never got to those the, eight hours. Like you guys well, never got peak. overtime. No, but but no, but you're. I, don't, I think you're missing the point. Other parts of the country. Yeah. They're part timers. Get overtime after the fifth hour. Yes. Out here in the southwest, only one local has it. 492 Nuevo Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading it a while back ago. A while back ago, like 10 years ago or so. And I remember asking the business agent at the time, Mike, why do, hey, does this apply to us? He's like, no, it only applies to Nuevo Mexico, you know, because that's, that's the local out there. Well, yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, okay. and then, But they have it. Yeah. And my what was told to me is that they have a longer commute. And I was like, okay, kind of makes sense. But then when you read, you know, the New England supplement, mm-hmm. the Southern supplement, uh, and other supplements, 804, you read that they have it, and you're like, wait, what? How How is their commute different than ours out here and in the Southwest mm-hmm. in Southern California? I know, but... What was it? so for because I'm thinking about package, right? We get overtime after eight. Yes. And every day we get overtime. Yes. 
I thought maybe you guys in the hub, if you worked over eight. Yes, we do. Okay, but, but they shorten it to well, five most, and a half. Most of the country has it at five. Has already they, had it? Yeah, they've had it. Since when, do you know? I don't know. They they have it. But that's they've they've had it. But that's actually good. I'm glad that the yeah, part timers got that now. Yes, I'm and I'm I'm happy Shit. that we got it. But it's after only it's after the sixth, compared to the rest of the country that has Five it after half. fifth. What are the odds of you working six though? Yeah, you're not working six. Some well, at least not now. And if you know, we get this contract. You know, we're not not that many people are working over six. I am. Yeah. But not that many people, nobody, but not that many people have 25 years like Shit. me as a part-timer. They're going to be fucking, go home, go home. Yeah. 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 That's what they're going to do. So they don't have to get that uh, overtime. But why was it agreed upon to have it after the sixth hour compared to most of the country has it after the fifth? Why? I don't know. I'd have to. I you know, that's, know. But, it's there's, but, there's, I don't but, know. but there's certain, you know, they only give you. This goes is go, it goes back to the transparency part. Well, they got economists in there. They got people that fucking have the the forecast of the of the economy the next ten years. I mean, there was that one movie where that one guy he was able to uh, he he was able to find out the economy of, of the market crash in two thousand eight. I forgot what movie it was, but you guys got you guys people out there and then. They they to, could do the forecast and so they crunch numbers and the UPS has their thing they crunch numbers and they they just I, I mean I would assume it comes comes down to something like that dude you know it comes but down most, it comes down to a fucking math formula put it that way but I want to go back to this again most of the country has it after the fifth hour if it's not at the fifth it's probably at the sixth but most of the country has it after the fifth so that. That oh whole, you know, doing an do economic formula. Well, what do you think? Why then? What do, what what is you, what do you think? Why? Why did we get it after the six? Yeah. Why did why was our six after the six and after the five? I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe UPS said no. We we could go up to six. You know, then, you know, they kind of wrestled and then say, okay, at the end of the at the last two years, we're we'll give it to you guys at the fifth. The compromise. The fifth right? of, yeah, it was just a compromise. Well, I'm going to just say this. California is the fifth largest economy in the world. I don't see why the fuck after fifth, you know, would be a big ass fucking issue, you know, especially with this wealthy ass company, you know. But anyway, you know, California is the sixth largest economy in the world. Fifth, <laughs> fifth, fifth, fifth. Oh, my bad. Fifth. fifth. So, yeah, you UPS could have done it after the fifth, but I don't know why was it agreed upon at the sixth. That's what that's what I want to know. Why was it agreed upon after this? I want to know about our medical. Yeah. You know, especially because I've been using our, our medical. Because nobody knows. We got it. the best. Nobody I'll no, tell you that, man. No, nobody, my my no, doctors go, fuck, you got the best insurance I've ever seen. But nobody knows if that's so, been discussed, If they too. fuck with that, dude, I'll, I'll be on one, dude. Okay. Now going back to part-timers. They have to wait nine months to get it. Nine months. Nine months. It used to be a year. And then they went back to not they, they, shit. It used to be after three months. Yeah, that's when I had it. You know, it used to be after three months. Now you have to wait nine months, nine months or went, a year. Then it was a year too. Nine months or a year, still too long. It needs to go back to three months. If 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 to me, if I don't see that, if it's back, if it's still at nine months, I'm a question. Okay, why wasn't in, why wasn't this brought up in negotiations? Why wasn't this, you know, to bring it down to the to the to the third month that you get uh, benefits. You know, for that I, right there alone, if, if it's still at the nine-month mark, that's a no-go for me. I know that we – I know 
like customers I would deliver to that one guy was looking for another part-time job or he was full-time working for a part-time job. So he went into UPS where we work in Anaheim. And the next day I asked him, how was it? He goes, Oh, it was cool. You know, they're going to hire me. He goes, but there was about maybe he goes about 15 of us. Right. And she, you know what she said? I go, what the lady that the HR lady that was walking them around, introducing them to the facility and all that. She says out of all 15, you guys, she goes, Maybe two of you end up staying. Yeah. More than two <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Like they just drop like fives. And I think that's one thing that they should look at is retaining people and keeping them. People need benefits. And then we, people and need that benefits months. a union for, for us, for people to stay, you know? Yeah. Well, my thing with the, with the health insurance is the, the one, the one punch rule. I think that's fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? To get your health care. Yeah, That's after five days, they cut it. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's hard calling Hartford and yeah. calling. Because if you if you get hurt on get on disability, it's a pain in the fucking Trust ass. Trust me, bro. I've been on it since. Oh, yeah. December, I, I went through it, too. I went through it, too, and it was bullshit. I mean, I, it's ridiculous. We need. Look, if you have to punch in for one minute a fucking day for your health care, that's fucking slavery, homie. Because that's all. You, that's the only reason why you're going in for. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. And they make right? you use a holiday pay. Yeah, that's you fucking know, just bullshit. Just keep your insurance. No, nah, man. You know, we used to be one punch and then you would be. Yeah, a month and you'll be covered, you know, for the whole month, for the whole month. Right. I mean, oh, come on, dude. I mean, what's this shit? I mean, I, I've. That's the most conservative fucking bullshit I've ever seen and uh, heard of in any kind of like health insurance that you have to punch in one minute or whatever to qualify for health care. I mean, what kind of fucking savage? And on top is of that? it, they don't even give you days off to go to go to the doctors or do no, anything. What's you got to use your FAP. Yeah. What's I the have point? Surgery. Oh, you know, you got to do this. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I think they should at least give you a month because uh, if you're gone for five days, uh, you know, say you got sick for five days, you know, but you know what, dude, by the time all that goes through, because I've, I've already gone through it, by the time that shit goes through, uh, it's like a fucking month before you already know you've been gone for five days, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they retro, they retro pay it all back too. Yeah. I've been told, because I've, I've gone through it with, with the, with the, the medical. Yeah, they ret- they retroed me back. I lost it though. It was fucking scary, bro. When they send you that Cobra paper. Oh yeah, no, I, just, I throw it in the trash. I fucking dude. I didn't know what I got. <laughs> it was my first time ever being yeah, on disability. I, I got really it. scared. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So if any of you guys going out on disability, make sure you just get those email papers. me and I'll help you out. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but yeah, just email. I'll help you guys out. These, it's, ma- it's, yeah. these medical and dental benefits, we've earned it. That's right. We created the wealth for us to enjoy that. That's right. If we created all all that, we deserve security. Yes, and we should bring it down to to from nine months to three months down here. Especially, in the, in the, in the it's, like I said, right now, especially since we went through this pandemic, and like I was talking to Jose right now, you know, this is not going to be the last one, and we okay. need our health care. We need it. I'm sorry, and it need, needs to. I know we got the best out there, so they say, but I think it could be improved, and and I think that that it, it should be, you know, it should be a priority because, like I said. This isn't the last pandemic we're going to go through. Let me tell you, it's not. I mean, we're, we're it's a get, scientific fact, bro. We're going we're gonna to hit some other ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's just, it's just. I mean, what, it's just what, a what's some, it's some crazy times you live in, man. Yeah, yeah. This is, It's interesting to just to be here and, and be able to podcast. And like people don't understand, man, we're, we're going through some stuff. And we. I've been talking about this for almost a year now on, on the show and. It's here, dude. Like, 
I got a call uh, July 5th, dude, at 630 in the morning. And, <laughs> and I'm you fucking, called me at 9. And I'm crudo, and, and I'm lighting <laughs> fireworks all night. And I started cracking. I got the call, and I, when I get this call, I answer, and I'm drinking some. Uh, I cracked over some Trulies. I was like, well, this is the only <laughs> thing I could find. And I, I, they, they just told me to go. This is the real deal. And I, I kept saying, No, it's not. No, it's dog and pony show. No, no. And he's like, No, nah, man, this is it, dude. I'm telling you right now. He got up, he got up right now and just walked away, dude. Like we're, fu- this is it, dude. Fuck yeah, these guys. I, I, I woke he up says, like at five. Fuck these motherfuckers. I woke up like he was gonna wipe his ass with the fucking paper. I woke up like at five fifty in the morning, turned on my phone because I knew that yep. was the that was the second fuck. deadline, right? Mm-hmm. We had the uh, June thirtieth deadline that passed. Then we had the Ju- the July fifth one. So I wake up on July fifth around five fifty because I was in my aunt's house in Covina. I think it's no Corona, excuse me, Corona, because she lives off of uh, Glen Ivory Road. Mm-hmm. And I just wake up and turn on my phone, wake a couple minutes. Then I go on. Okay, what happened? Did, w- w- what's the deal? Then I find out we walk away. I'm like, okay. All right. It was just like, okay, game on. Yeah, and everybody's all over the news now. You, the news caught on. Well, UPS is doing their propaganda, too. They're they're in a propaganda PR mode right I'm now. I'm just trying to figure out what's, what's going to happen, dude. Are they – is Biden – Daddy Biden going to step in, dude. <laughs> Could be. And tell uh, O'Brien, hey, dog, you need to get back to that table. Could be. You know, if we got to work through work through this tentative. If he uses Taft Hartley. You know, it's going to be uh, – and then UPS is going to go see. We know who runs the country. It could be. Motherfucker. That's but, the battle right there. Because, yeah. We shouldn't let the government control what our actions are. And we still go on strike – uh, uh, they did that with OCTA governor. Uh, no, he 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 didn't want to call it. He they want they they gave him pressure, I believe, to to intervene and to and to kill that strike. But he he never pulled that trigger. Same like Clinton in '97 when UPS and I think I think I think I think gave him some pressure. The Republican Congress at the time wanted him to enact Taft Hartley. So, you know, this strike could be averted, so there's no strike. But even if we have to uh, go against federal law and strike, we need to strike. We need to strike, period, regardless if the federal government intervenes or not. We need to strike. That's the only power we have as workers is our collective labor, is our collective action, is us refusing to do the work. And we wouldn't even have to, we can't even, we. And we don't have to pick it. Well, you know, UPS right? is hiring like, drivers already on other, on the, not on their website, but we, uh, if you go on those I websites, saw that. I, I, I saw. Yeah, that there's today. a few of them I was looking yeah. up. I, this, they're they're not. It's not on ups.com, upsjobs.com. It's on other uh, job sites that you're looking for. Uh, I forgot what. what like the United called, the United Auto Workers in around the 30s, I believe. They did a sit-in, so they occupied the the plant. We could do that. We could we could occupy the hub. Walk over the security guards. No, no, we stay in the hub. We just plan our asses. And <laughs> every to the pole. They, uh, some workers done that in the past. In China, no, excuse me, not China. In Japan, what they do, they overproduce shit. But we're not producing anything. We're just a, we're providing a service. So if we're if we occupy that hub. No work I was is thinking. Be done. I was thinking more of getting a, a bag of gerbils and throwing a bag of gerbils in, in uh, 
and, you see, and, you, we and scabs fucking truck. We, we can't do that because we're going to be financially held uh, liable for the for our actions. If our actions cause uh, financial harm, we're going to be the ones being liable for that, and we're going to be the ones paying the paying that uh, that whatever that lawsuit would be. We just had it in Glacier Northwest. We just got to be smart on what our tactics are. We can't be doing stupid shit, you know. The 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 tactics that were done in '97, that's uh, that's under '97. We're in 2023. What kind of tactics we, did they we, do? Will? It, what it, did you hear? In 2023, we have a, a conservative uh, reactionary was, Supreme Court. Tactics wise, like tactic wise, when okay, when the strike was happening, I mean, when we were on strike, the tactics were to completely try to stop the bosses to come from coming out in their in their package cars mm-hmm. we would try to we would try to stop them a lot of people got arrested yeah we definitely i saw um you know water bottles flying at the trucks all kinds of crazy shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean um but in terms of uh in terms of like tactics like what jose saying it was just a standard standard okay. old school strike you know outside with our pickets do you think a lot of people are gonna uh jump over the picket Cross a, you mean cross, cross the, picket? the picket line, yeah. At the time, I didn't see a lot of people, but if you did, we, I know that some people they yeah. came back, they didn't fucking load you, their trucks. Homie, from. homie, you were had a mark on you, bro. You know, and we didn't see. We might have saw saw them for a little while, but you they they quit. They were gone, bro. I mean, if you're a scab and you want to cross over, the union has a right to revoke your card too. Mm. So just you know. Be careful with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just got a feeling that you're going to get some of these cats, especially after we just picketed a couple weeks ago. You would think there would be more people. And I was getting people to come uh, yeah. that listen to the show that know me. Hey, just go walk two times over and leave, dog. It's just more of solidarity, more at peace for you, for us. You know, just do it. And they were walking in. Okay, I'll do it to relapse. And then it walking for like an hour. And people were hitting me. Hey, dude, why don't you get in here? I go, bro. I'm fucking getting people in here. I'm 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 doing I'm doing other things to make sure You're eternally we're organizing. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, and I don't want to be an organizer. I want to be a podcaster, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to make help you guys here because we go on strike. You guys ain't gonna know what to do. You guys are just gonna go home and turn on the TV. Like, no, I want everybody out there. And there's people walking in at eight o'clock in the morning saying, "I start at eight fifteen. No, you're not. You start at nine fifteen, but you go in and you you work off the clock. And that's one thing I want to bring up before we leave. I got to see a lot of motherfuckers walking in there at 8 <laughs> o'clock when we start at 9. I ain't stupid. And you're telling us, yo, I started at 8.15. No, you don't, fucker. I've been here for 25 years, bro. You got, like, what, six years? And you are go- you start before me? Get the fuck out of here. You're going in there and you're, you're hiding in your truck and you're fucking loading your truck uh, stop by stop, dude. Stop doing that, dude. Yep. Those are the type of people I saw, and I go, that motherfucker will cross the picket line, dude. He don't, uh, doesn't understand what it takes to be a union member. I don't know who fault that is. Is that is that our local? Is that me? Is that There's all a lot of, of us? A lot of blame to go around. You know what I mean? We, we, we can't point fingers, but I see that. I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? This guy should know fucking better, dude. And I know someone from our center that we used to think that. He was hired off the street. And no, he was there picketing, dude. He got there early, like he always does, and he was fucking picketing out there. And I respect. There's a lot of people I give respect to that I seen that were out there doing things. You know, what I mean, I really appreciate. It. And I know every single person that was out there picketing by name 
or by face. So I appreciate those things. And that's why I was out there to, to, to help out. Like I could have stayed home. I'm on disability. But as I say, if we're going on strike, dude, I've got to make sure that we're Anaheim's taken care of, dude. But those prick, those those practice pickets, look at the time you said, 8 a.m., yeah. right? So it's basically drivers and probably the preload that's walking out. Yeah. I don't know how many preloads were walking. I left at 8 because I had to take myself. Yeah, no, they, they, they started showing up out late. But did they walk? A few of them. You see a few, right? Those practice pickets seems that it's mostly targeted to the full-time. And that's a problem, too, because you're devi you're unconsciously acting out the division because you're not doing it for the preload or you're not doing it for the twilight or the night sort or the day sort. And I had a I had a homie in uh, Griffin, Georgia. Her name is Jessica Lister. Shout out to her. She does awesome work. She's a fucking firecracker. She put together a, a practice picket that was for yesterday. Right, the only people that are working on Saturdays are twenty two fours and maybe the preload. You know, but she, she put it together, her local jumped in, I think, too. And they had they held a practice picket. Part timers were there and it seems like some drivers were there too. You know, but you have to you just can't target one one face, right? The face of UPS is the drivers. Everybody knows that. But like Sean O'Brien said in these in these press chuckings that he's doing the unsung heroes are the part-timers. You know, we have these drivers that talk shit on, on the preload. Yet, these drivers ain't waking up at 2 in the morning loading four, loading four trucks and having management piss on them and having them telling, well, this is the way you're supposed to load it. You load that truck, right? But the way the driver does his route, or does their route, excuse me, is not the way... The preload uh, is told, the preloader is told how to load it, right? But you always have drivers, you know, always constantly talking shit on the preloaders. You know, so you're acting out the divisions that management has put in place between all our ranks, you know? So we need to, we need to stop that as well. We can't be divided anymore. This is a solidarity right here. This is the brotherhood. This is a sisterhood. This is a fucking union. Yeah, I don't think it goes. I don't think it's every driver, but I no, know I'm not saying every driver, but there's but, but there's some there's some drivers like. Well, that, I I'll tell you this. I don't. I I talk to my my uh, my part timers that load the trucks, and I and I inform them, and I'm cool with them. Uh, I know other drivers. I bring them breakfast burritos and stuff like that. I think cool. the ones that you're talking about are the same ones that don't show yes. up to fucking pick it. Yeah. And those are the ones I was talking about earlier that are probably gonna fucking jump ship and fucking and those are the same ones that uh, take they'll, they'll take a photo of their truck they're the same ones and, that and, and they'll say you say look you want to pay 20 25 dollars for part-timers look at the way they fucking load my truck those are the same individuals dog you know and yesterday you know at the hall i had a discussion with the feeder guy it was two feeder guys i was mm -hmm. having discussion one that i know one that i met and the one that i met were you know i was telling were the one that i knew is like why well, jose what do you think do you what what's happening you know, what's the impasse? I told him the impasse is part-time pay. And the feeder drivers are all, oh, part-timers are fucking lazy. Not, they're not fucking lazy, dog. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want. me forgot where he came from. Yeah. I don't want to get into the, to the dis, you that's know, bullshit. into a heated discussion. But that's the, the mentality of some of them. Yeah, they you got know? it good. But then they also, uh, uh, I forgot the, the, the saying right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, they sacrifice the unborn, meaning 
at that class that you're that that person you knew they had 12 mm -hmm. people in that right and then the hr says only two of them were survived right mm -hmm. so the, okay those those 12 work right when those 12 are working those that money that they're collecting is going to the pension it's going to medical for the existing members part-time uh, uh full-time inside rpcd yeah. and feeder but but all the, those 12 are not going to stay maybe three maybe two mm -hmm. you know so those those hours that you know the nine that left or eight that left or seven that left go to to the pot and then you got feeder guys saying look part-timers are lazy you know it's like you're you're benefiting off of their off of their work but you want to call them lazy how about you do that work for those four hours when you get your you get your ass handed <laughs> to you you get your head bashed in with all these packages dog yeah you know or you have to wake up at at maybe at one in the morning because you live somewhere you live in corona and you have to drive to anaheim you know that's that's tough preload yeah, used to get a dollar pay because of what they have to you have to wake up in the middle of the night yeah i remember that you know well let's 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 uh finish up real quick because uh we're getting getting close <laughs> to that uh two hour mark yeah, uh, yeah. real oh, quick shit. you know uh, i know uh will you're not from our local yeah. local but uh we need to talk about the strike fund Okay. Obviously, I wasn't able allowed to go in. I've, I've pulled my card because I've been on disability since December. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean I can still talk about it and, and, and how I feel because when I go back to work, you know, I could or cannot be paying for this uh, strike fund. Real quick, what do you what do you think? You know, how do you feel? I was against it. I was against the strike fund. I don't like the way it's structured. I don't like the way it's written. You know, and then. We talk about equality, but we all, we don't we don't talk about uh, if it's there's a uh, 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 I can't even think of the word right now. Anywho, a full time driver makes around eighty thousand to maybe a hundred and ten with overtime, around there. I I mm -hmm. think right part timers around twenty to thirty thousand. Mm -hmm. You're asking a part timer to pay the same amount as a full-timer granted it's ten dollars it's whatever but you don't know the struggle that these part-timers are going through you know you don't know if they're on government assistance you don't know those ten dollars could could be used for the for uh gas you know and then you want them to pay on top of the of the union dues mm -hmm. right and then now we're talking about the way it's the structure of it the executive board having the authority to appoint uh members on the strike fund committee you know that, that I'm, I'm i'm dead set against it what was the contractual language the executive board will also have the duty of appointing members to the strike fund committee somebody Sorry. was telling me that one that, of the companies that, was being told that it was for their pension and for the strike fund so did they say anything like that no. in the meeting that no. when you retire, if it's not used for a strike fund, you will give no. you back the money? No, they didn't. They didn't mention that at all. They didn't mention that at all. But I'm. Though you can't have the executive board appoint people anymore. You know, you just can't because all you're creating is a rubber stamp committee. How many members do we have? 
you, you said that? Uh, what is it? Well, 8,700? That's what they said on the paper. But I think we're around. I, you see, if you look at the LM2s, I think we're at 9,500. But on that paper yesterday, but it, I think it said like approximately or something like that. So it said 8,700. 8, but do, I, do I, I, don't, it, I really don't do know. Do 87 times 75. See how much money is already be in there. You know, I just I just don't know what the 87 exact. Or 8,700, so 8,700 times 75. What's the amount? 652,500. That would be the first 652,000. That's after three months because it's going to be in three segments. That's one option. If you voted yes, you could have chose the 75 up front. Well, I mean, the 25, 25, 25. Yeah. And then 10 after that. Or straight 10 from front from the beginning. So there'll be no initiation fee. I think the the seventy five would have been the initiation fee, and then ten after that. Or if you voted yes, it starts at ten. You just it's ten off the bat. But and I don't. If you vo- so if you voted no, you just you just vote no. You that's it. You just vote against it. You. That's but it. if you voted yes, it's just going to be straight across. No, let me clarify. Yeah, yeah. Say it again. So if you voted yes. There's, there was a second question in that, what do you want? Do you want the $75 initiation fee and the $10 after that? Or do you just want $10? You had a choice. Okay. You know? But I was still dead set against it because I don't like you have to appoint the structure of it. We shouldn't be appointing anybody anymore. The local has the names and the barns that the members work at. So, so for especially ex- the ones that won't, if they do go on strike, the IBT won't uh, give them money for strike. I think they're called white the contracts. White paper, the white paper contracts. Yeah, the white yes. paper contracts. I think you go to the white paper contracts and ask them, right? Uh, for me, personally, uh, we get uh, we get paid from the IBT if we go on strike. Yeah, five times our union dues. Yeah. Uh, when's the next time we're going to see a strike? We're going to see another strike another five years. We're going to keep going on strike. If you do the numbers, our last strike was 1997. What was that, 26 years ago? Something you know, like how much more years do I got left at UPS? Maybe for another 15. So I'll do the numbers, and I'll be like, I'm cool. Because if I'm going to give you that if I'm going to give you that money, uh, you know, if I'm going to give you that money, uh, shouldn't I get it in return? Uh, we got Big Will. Take, you taking off Big Will? I'm going to chill over here in the back. I got, we got another. Oh, yeah, uh, we got Vic, another. We got Victor. Another, another Victor just showed up. Another another guys, hey, speak on it. <laughs> yeah, you're already late, dog. We're about to bounce. Go ahead and have a seat real quick. Man, I haven't seen Victor in a while. Real quick, yeah, real quick before we get out of here, dude. I don't want to spend too much time on the 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 yes. strike fund. But I was, what I was saying is. I know I have life insurance, right? One yeah. of the options that you're given is you could pay a certain amount every month uh, until uh, until the contract or the, the, the life insurance uh, matures. And so if I were going to pay, I could have paid a little bit more. And at 52, if I didn't die, uh, I would get a certain amount back. I would get a certain amount of money back. I think it was like 50 grand or something like that. But in a strike so fund, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. And I think that would be a good idea since... If you do the numbers over so many years, it's going to be a lot of fucking money. Like if, if, if it passed, you could amend it, right? Yeah. But also, if you should, if it gets struck down, like I hope it does, you could go back to the drawing board. Okay, it failed. Okay, fine. 
Yeah, water, I'm for water, a strike wa- fund. Water, water under the bridge. I don't, I don't think nobody's against having a strike fund. Yeah. At the way it, the way it was structured, the way it was written has a lot of problems to it. There's not a lot of safeguards. You can't have the executive board overseeing it. It needs to be now. There's some liability costs that they 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 have to you know look. At, they have to be involved in it, but it most of it has to be separate from the executive board. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could you could elect uh, representatives. You have UPS is the is the biggest account. So one representative comes from you. You have one from freight, and that's one representative. You have one from beverage, Coke, Pepsi, uh, Seven Up, Southern Wine. You have one from uh, transportation, OC, OC, uh, OCTA, OC Access, uh, the Disney drivers. I think we represent uh, the bus drivers down south. I think we represent as well. So you have that, and then you have two from others, which will be like Angel Stadium, GKN. Oh, you could put Bam Bimbo and groceries. Oh, forgot about groceries. So you could have groceries as well, Albertsons, CVS, and Bam Bimbo. So you could have seven representatives, but let them be uh, voted on by the members, and let it be set. Let it be independent from the executive board. The executive board shouldn't appoint it. Right, the executive board shouldn't uh, have the last say when it comes to uh, uh, amending it. I mean, they might, cause but if the if the if the strike fund committee has its own bylaws, then it's separate from the bylaws of our of our uh, local to a, to a certain extent, because still the local is held liable financially if if something happens if we get sued on a strike, right? If we get sued on strike, I guess we could use some of that money. We could use that money if we have that money in the pot. But mm. paying for uh, Stewart's lost time at at uh, negotiations concerning a strike for meals, arbitration costs, that should be coming from the general fund. Because it has been coming from the general fund. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's the problems that I that I I had with this. So if it gets if it gets uh, shot down, like I hope it does. Let's go back to the drawing table, not and, and don't limit it just to stewards, but limit it. But bring all the par, all the rank and file in there. Those that are concerned about the strike fund, probably us three, and others. We go to these meetings. We put our we we put our opinions in there, mm-hmm. so we could create something that could pass. Because right now the way it was structured, because I went to one when I was a steward, mm-hmm. I went to one strike fund meeting, mm-hmm. and it was and I was a steward at that time. But after that, so when I got removed, I did, I never went. You know, I never got invited. Yeah, we talked about it in the in the uh, general membership meetings. But that was just to okay, when are we going to vote on it? I, you know, I uh, I forget the the jargon that they used to to nominate something, or second it or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I propose this. Who seconds it or whatever? You know. It's just really vague. A lot of Bring stuff. Bring the mic up close, big dog. It's just it really, it's really vague. Like they pe- purposely like made it vague and, and gray, but that doesn't help us that want to see some concrete to to some of that language, like safeguards. where the money safeguards, where the money's gonna go. You know, I think there's what how many people six in the committee? Well, it's five on the proposed resolution. It was five. It was five, and. We have more barns than that. Like, try to get at least one person from each barn. I understand having something larger is probably more difficult, but maybe that's a good thing. 
you know, maybe it's a good thing having everybody have a voice. Having we'll this talk all about vote the pros that. and cons. Yeah. So for me, I, I voted no on it just because I, I know they purposely kept a lot of it gray, but at the same time, I wanted to see some limitations. I wanted, to see, I wanted to get, not have it so gray. I wanted a lot of, lot more black and white for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem I had was with the structure and the way it was written. You know, and other people brought concerns about the the financial side of it. How much money? How much is the? Uh, I think he's an investor. The, the he never did say at the meeting how much he was going to make or or what where his payment was going to be coming from. I yeah, never heard those those are and those concerns are valid, right? Didn't someone ask that question? Yeah. And he never said. You know, yeah, those he, are valid concerns. It, it, it looks kind of shady when someone does a meeting from Zoom. <laughs> no, it's over. Well, it could be that he was too far away. Yeah, it, yeah. it is what it is. You know, yeah, but people, it's still a, lot a big of people thing. Use Zoom. But at the same time, like I want to strike foot. Like this does not mean I don't want to strike foot. I just want us to talk about it more. You, you know, I, I want us to resolve some some issues that well, I, I have, and it seems like a lot more people do. It's not we want to talk about it more. It's that we want to uh, open dialogue yeah. with the stewards and the rank and file. All of us, we're all members. Let's all talk about it. Cause they, cause I went, I think in 2021, I think I believe that's the, the, the year I went, I have it written in my notes somewhere, but yeah, we, we, they, they talked, they talked about it, but it was mostly limited to stewards and it was said it was mostly stewards. Why was it mostly only stewards? Okay. We talked about it in the, in the general membership meeting. No, somebody brought it up for a proposal. I propose for, we meet on this day to discuss or to vote on it. I second it. That's not actually dis- that's just discussing we're going to vote on it. Mm-hmm. That's not discussing the the language in the resolution. And that was the meeting for. Let's have meetings that everybody's there, the rank and file. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely for a <laughs> strike fund. Yeah, I think I don't but think everybody I, is. I think uh, Scrack's mind got blown away. No, man. I'm just listening. <laughs> it's, I'm listening it's better than a conspiracy theory because it's a reality. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm listening to you guys. Speaking truth. My yeah. mind's going a million miles an hour. I'm just I'm thinking, you know, like I, I I'm I'm for strike fund too, and I wish I was able to go in that meeting, but from the paperwork I got, I I think it's it, it's good, but it's it's vague. If you want my my personal personal opinion. I'm cool, dog. Keep me out of the strike fund. I'm cool. You would have voted no. We, we go. I'd go on like we go on strike, dude. I'll take care of myself, dude. Um, for everyone else, you know, you, if you want, you want, you need that, then go ahead. But I'm, I'm good. My money's invested in other places, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. You know, just we need to uh, have. I would like- want to. What they should do is, if you want to be part of the strike fund, vote yes. If you want to, don't want to be, just vote no, and keep it that simple. And I'm cool, dude. Well, it, it was that cool simple with that? voting. Huh? It was that simple. It just said, like, uh, the, mem- the, the members of Local 952. Well, it should have been, yeah, like, blah, do blah, you want to be part of the strike fight for you personally? So you're oh. backed up. Put yes. You know, if you don't want to be part of the strike fund, put no. And just keep track of it, and that's well, it, you dude. Could, you could bring that in the resolution, in the discussion. Yeah, be like, I'd be You know cool what? Rather than have it mandatory, have it voluntary. But then it, you're, it's like these right-to-work states. Yeah, it's going to cause a division. Yeah, because in right-to-work states, if you're not paying union dues, you're not going to get but any of the money. But we already pay $104. Now yeah, you, I'm going to pay 114 Wait, hold on. If you're in a right-to-work state, those you, don't pay, you don't pay union yeah. dues. Yeah, they're, they're, they're nasty. I have a, my sister-in-law works at a right-to-work at a UPS, mm-hmm. and it's just 
she she complains about it all the time. It's like an Amazon. Oh man, it, no, it's, no, no, it's no, worse no. because Amazon you, doesn't have a union. Because you got pe- union people that still get all the benefits, but don't pay into the union. Right to work. Right really? to work. Right. Right. Right, right to work. Because I never heard of that before. Yeah, they get no, all no, the Arizona, benefits. Arizona has it. Oh, Arizona uh, has Nevada it. Nevada right has it. Yeah. Texas and so if I say something like that, that's the right to work. The right to it's right to work. Yeah. So you you'll reap I'm all the benefits. I'm saying right to work. Go if you reap all the benefits, but you don't contribute. No, I'll pay my union dues. No, I just don't but want that's part you. Of that that's you. Fund. Yeah. But others will say they don't want to pay. Yeah. So th- th- that's the reason why Jose but, saying. But then similar. you oh, get to that. So you get I'm just protection okay. the You're like a leech. You know. Yeah. You get other protection in the union, except for if your case you go to strike. Yeah. But we have one already through the IBT. Yeah. yeah we but do. we're not under. We're California is not a right to work state. It's a closed shop. Yeah. State. So I, I meaning guess if you're in the if there's a union in the workshop. You're going to be in the union, except for if you're in the if you're in the public sector like teaching. Mm-hmm. They have now where, I think it's Janice where they could. Uh, the, there was a Supreme Court case called Janice where they could say, you know what, we don't want to be a part of this. You have some teachers that 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 don't that don't they're not in the union. Well, they're in the union, but they're not being. Union, I know, I but it's. Okay, so we uh, so if I say something like that, then it's become a right to work state well, type it scenario. Really, well, it's not, but it's, I'm already paying union dues. I, yeah, yeah. It's it just yes. it's it just people probably gonna feel like you're leeching. You know, you're just, you're still reaping all the benefits. But which you I, can, I would well, what understand. benefits? It's just a strike fund. I, I know. But it's still, like starting a savings. Hey, yeah. we're gonna start a small savings for for uh, the people that have white contracts. But you could like say, okay, it's voluntary. But if you decide that you want to contribute to the strike fund. Then you could get the financial backing, but once you sign on, once you sign to, once you sign on to be in the strike fund, there's no getting out. Yeah, you know. So like, I'm, I almost know. Well, my prediction is, if we do go on strike on UPS, especially in these right to work states, you probably had a lot of people that signed their union cards last month, <laughs> just so, just in case. They went on strike. They could benefit from it. But guess what? Once that contract gets ratified, they're going to their so driving. They're right driving. They're driving to their local, and 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 saying, you know what? I don't want to be a part of the union. Well, I don't want to pay union dues, and go back to leeching. They get a pension too. Yeah. Yeah. They get everything. Yeah. But yeah. they don't pay union dues. Nope. What? They're leeches. And That's they, a whole new podcast we got to do. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Right, right? From what I understand, right? What? That, that, that they, You're blowing my mind right now, dog. They, what? They, right they, to work taken, but the union. They reap, they reap all the benefits. Yeah. So why is the union even there? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> like I said, it, it's a. Uh, at it's least ter- those those people that's, that are in the union that signed. Oh, to there's get, people in the union. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. They're, they're okay. They're, the ones that are paying union dues. They that? want uh, they want to be in the union, right? Like in California, Gax, you could say, you know what? Well, fuck the union. I don't want to be in the union, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're still gonna get union dues taken out of you. It's, yeah. it's just that's the way it is in a closed state, yeah. in a closed shop state. But in a right to work state, you could say, you know what? I don't want union dues taken out. Ah, uh, that's petty, dog. No, dude, that's petty. No, I'm paying my fucking union dues. I'm not saying I'm not gonna pay my union yeah. dues. Just for the strike fund, maybe make it for the people that don't have the resources like we get from the IBT and and build something for them because we're not going to see it if we vote yes right we're not going to see it in, in a couple months when we go on strike it's going to take no, a couple not, years like no. how long is it going to take it's for us to build something where we're able to like to use mature it? or something yeah how long did they say like the maturity date 
Yeah. I think yeah, they said it. it yeah, I don't, I don't remember have the paperwork with me. Yeah, at the top of my head. I don't know. I think three years. I think it's a three, three or years? five years. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. It I is. Just, I it's, think uh, it is, but just the way it was written and the way it's structured, I didn't like it. That's why I voted no. And this is not to say let's let's continue the conversation. Like even if it gets struck down, like, let's still talk about it. And I was talking to one of the members that was on it. I was telling, we're going back and forth. Like, look, nobody's against having a strike fund. The way it was written and the way it's proposed in this resolution, I didn't agree with it. Now, if it gets shot down, let's propose. We pro- I propose. You know, Jose Francisco Negrete proposes that local 952 has a strike fund. Uh, Victor Tostado seconds it. Okay, let's set up the meeting. We could have it. Be, I'm the meeting that I went to. It was at. It was before the general membership meeting. So it was the meeting was at eight. And it was from like eight to nine thirty, and then nine thirty they were getting ready for the general membership meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could do something like that, or you have the meeting on a Sunday. You know, and then you just, or you have a a, a meeting on a Saturday that. That doesn't fall on the general membership. It doesn't fall on the third Saturday of the month when we have our general membership meeting hmm. and discuss about it. Okay, what? And there's a brother from uh, Albertson Zervine, Leonard, that talked about the safeguards, having safeguards in place. Okay, have him come. Okay, what kind of safeguards were you do you were you, do you want to see in in this resolution? And let him speak his mind. Okay, Jose, how do you, how would you do this when it comes to a uh, uh, election of stewards? Okay, you know you have UPS, that's one representative there. You have freight, yellow, ABF, and uh, T Force, that's one representative. You have grocery, CVS, Albertsons, both Irvine and Brea, and Bimbo, that's one. That's another. That's a third representative. You have transportation, OCTA, OC Access, the Disney drivers, and the I think the bus drivers down south. That's the fourth one. Right, you have beverage, and that'll be the fifth one for Pepsi, Coke, uh, Seven Up, and Southern Southern Wines, and then you have the others, and you have two representatives from them. You have seven, because you need a you need a a, t- a tie uh, tie breaking a tie breaking vote. The 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 local has the names of the of of the members in which and which uh, barns they work out of. So if you have you could have a, a UPS list. Oh, my name is Victor Tosado. I work at UPS. Okay, here, sign this. Boom. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's uh Will Pena. He's out of CVS. Here, sign your name here. Boom. And these are the candidates. It's it's not to me to me it's not that hard. But that's just me, you know. And then what other safeguards? What what other things did you have an objection to? Or oh, had an objection to uh uh that. The strike fund committee has to report back to the executive board. Okay, well they have to report back to executive board because the executive board has the is financially liable. Okay, in case you we spent t- five thousand dollars on dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we went on, you know, some in case we get sued on a strike. Yeah. Okay, so we keep that, right? And or you and you go through other other means. You know, okay, let's make it equal. Let's make it equitable. For everybody, if a if a driver could afford more, for example, uh, the seventy five and ten, okay, that'll be for people grossing more than, you know, uh, eighty thousand, or sixty or seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. Anybody below that, you pay, uh, fifteen fifteen. 
45 for initiation fee and five dollars after that mm -hmm. because why you're in a limited uh, income bracket you don't have that much disposable income to give out you're already paying union dues mm -hmm. you know you might be like Sean O'Brien was talking about you might be on government assistance you might be on food stamps you might be living in a shelter trying to save up enough money so you could get into a a government assistance housing. Yeah, you should be in there for negotiations, dog. You're putting me to sleep with all these numbers, dog. <laughs> hey, this fool. Hey, no, I got you, dog. We, Shout we got, out to Teamster Mobilize. Hey, out yeah, there. we're getting it. We're, we're running out of time. You got anything else? We got to bounce, dog. Oh, uh, no, man. I know I got here late. No, it's but, all uh, good, man. I, nah, I mean, no, I, I get you, dog. But yeah, we could be here for dog. forever. We're, yeah, we're pushing. Yeah. Before we get out of there. Shout out to my boy, Will Benya, yeah, Big Will the Thrill. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to Teamster Mobilize and all the rank and files out there that are doing great work. If people want to follow you on IG, where can they get a hold of you at? Uh, Jose Francisco Negreta, JFN, JF Negreta 952, and that's my Instagram as well. Get at me. If you're a part-timer, talk to me so we can mobilize for a better contract. Hey, man, I once again, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, Big Will. Big Will you know, the Thrill. Victor over here showed up late, but it's okay, man. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to be doing this a lot closer as, as uh, the contract gets near. I yes. will be out there if we, we go on strike. Uh, live we'll podcasting. Take live po I'll be live podcasting in different hubs. Hopefully we get Tom Morello. Uh, yeah, that's that's another thing. Somebody send it to Zach and Tom, Zach yeah. Delroche and, and Tom yeah, we're try, we're trying to get that. I know there. Big Kevin doesn't want that, but <laughs> 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 well, hopefully we get them. So when we walk out, there's you know, mm -hmm. they're playing freedom or you know, yeah. know your enemy or yeah. you know, so just get me pumped up. They're listening to this or anybody or bulls on parade. Let's yeah. <laughs> mm. get them out here in Orange County. <laughs> but once again, yeah, yeah. let's get out of it, man. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raiders Eight podcast. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. I'm out. Peace.